What am I talking about? It's Monday, the 15th of August. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. Of course, we're hosted by amazing people. Let's introduce ourselves. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll put you in there first. But um, it's your favorite Shade Queen, my own royalty. So by Big Man Use, Voice of Reason, the Oracle. Rotation's back. Monday. Rotation's back? It's back, every Monday. Every oh, Monday. yes. And they call me Ema, the pro-black activist. Okay. TDA producer and news analyst. Yeah. And of course, the melanin's always jam-packed. Always got to stay jam-packed. How is everybody doing? Um, I wish the weekend was a bit longer. I think I think Monday came around for me a bit too fast. If what I'm did honest, you get up to? Um, what did I do? What did I do? Friday, chilled. Saturday, I went to the park. Um, yesterday, I went Summer of Love. Shout out Chisel. Oh, yeah. It was a, it was was that Chisel's event? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a good event still. Yeah, it looked lovely. Yeah, it was good still. Yeah, I, I had a quite an eventful weekend, but I just felt like it was just a bit too short mm. for me. I, I, I think time. it's a scam. I think we need to choose four-day weekends. <laughs> Would that be good for, for the economy? It wouldn't, would it? Four days. No, sorry, three-day weekends. So we work Monday to Thursday. Mm. I think, yeah, if we did Monday to Thursday and we had to do, like, the same hours of work, right? Say, for example, you work for six hours, yeah? Mm-hmm. If we did Monday to Thursday, because we know we've got a three-day weekend, mm. I think people can bank it out. But then I think maybe in years and years, 100 years' time, we'll be like, okay, we need a four-day weekend. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But I really think three day weekend should be a thing because when you think about it, the weekend, people say, "Oh, the weekend starts on Friday." Does it? I'm at work. Yeah, that's true. And I work till late on Friday as well, till like seven. I said, "This is the skin yeah. plantation." <laughs> the, 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 the problem with capitalism is that like it's all about finding the most productive way. So if you find that people can do same amount of work in four mm. days, yeah. you say to yourself, hmm, mm. "How much can they do in five? Mm, that's you know true. what I'm saying? And then you find yourself with every day being now. Uh, 12, 14 hour days shifts, you know, so. The ghetto, that's what it is. But it's funny funny enough, um, the whole four-day working situation that comes up in the people's journal. (laughs) Not the oracle-less striking (laughs) on the morning. Mm -hmm. I actually love it. And what did I do this weekend? So what did I do? Friday, Friday I just worked late and then chilled. Um, Saturday, what did I do Saturday? Oh, see what's that? Was that Saturday? Yeah, what's Saturday? It was really, really good. Yeah. First of all, I couldn't miss the entire bloody show. So basically, one of my, I told you guys my birthday is still extended. It's done now. <laughs> now we're done. Now we're really done. But my friend took me out for my birthday. Um, so we were going to go to concert together anyway. So we went out to eat beforehand, which was really, really nice. Um, I tried a bao bun. Okay. I'd never tried it. Now I want to go on a bao bun ton. Oh, what? At all. But do you remember the whole, you remember the thing? Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. You tried a what? Context, please. What is bao that? Bao buns. A bao bun. What's that? B-A-O bun. Bun. So... It's like this white fluffy bunion and you have like whatever you have in the middle. So I had chicken in the middle. Should have got prawns. It's like a mini burger. Do you know the little um, sliders? The slider burger things. Yeah. Oh, it I is like that, but it's like it's just a fun... But where... What country is the origin? What's the country of origin? It's, I think it's like is Korean, it? I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, 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 so I'm why did you say Emmanuel? Oh, you see? You right, eat so, that stuff. So basically what happened was like... About a week, was it like last yeah, week? week like, yeah, last week. So basically, I must have posted in it because I was um, at a vegan restaurant in it. So I posted the menu. And I was like, yo, there's too many options on here. I need some help. Yeah. And so Esther got back to the post mm-hmm. and was like, get the bao bun mm-hmm. as one of the um, the things in it. Yeah. Think, was it the starter? Yeah, I think it was yeah, the starter. Yeah, it was the starter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, that's why I mentioned that in it. 
Yeah. So I, I finally got to try as well. And um, it was really nice. Now I want to mm. try all the bar buns that the restaurants can offer. <laughs> so um, Emmanuel ate it? No, no, no. I didn't. No, plus, I got it too late. Plus it's a vegan restaurant anyway. Yeah. Oh, but, so it had vegan innards. <laughs> vegan innards? So, so it innards. had vegan you know, the buns? Yeah, vegan innards. Whatever's inside yeah, the bun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, vegan, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I tried that. That was nice. And then we went out for and we met another one of my friends and then we were drinking. We had like, we went out just we get cocktails or whatever and chill. Because mm. basically, I have this thing where like, shout out to all artists that are upcoming and all that great stuff. It's mm. fantastic. But when I go to a concert, it's not why I'm here. <laughs> Respectfully, it's not. This is not why I came for. I think if I'm, if I'm in a position where I'm seating, mm. I don't mind supporting people. But if it's like standing, so this was standing because it was O2 yeah. Houston. This is not what my leg can handle today. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So, I'd like to go just when the main act is going to be the kind of thing. Yeah. And obviously doing the workings in my head, I was like, mm, okay, she probably get the like nine-ish, right? Mm. I could have missed this because we were sitting there and I said, and we were like, oh my gosh, it's 9.30. We got there, she's already on stage. Oh, wow. But thankfully, she'd only been like 10, 10, 15 minutes on there. Okay. She is an amazing performer. I've seen her live before a few mm. times now, but she is a sick, sick performer. Who is it? Tiwa Savage. She's definitely the queen of Afrobeats. Mm. She has bangers here that... Obviously, I know she's got bangers, but I love concerts because when you're there, you're thinking, nah, you really put the work in. Mm. And her features as well. I was thinking, nah, sis, she really covered a catalog properly. The To be fair, though, production-wise was annoying because the, basically the band was louder than she was, her mic. Uh, so you couldn't... So when she was talking and stuff, you couldn't really hear yeah. what she was saying. She had, a, she had this time when she just went on, went off and was talking for time. Mm. Ma'am, didn't cut the show short if you, <laughs> if you stop talking. But I understand it to catch their breath back. It was, it was nice. Um, it was really, really fun. That was really, really fun, actually. And then, yeah, and then Sunday, I just had a chill day. Mm. Yeah. What about you? Uh, what did I do? I did a few things, you know. Um, doing stuff in my garden. Uh, had a few drinks. Enjoyed the sun. Nice. Tried to... So out a few um, errands here and there. I've got a traditional that I need to go to on Friday. So I was trying to this sort Friday. Out, yeah. Okay. So I was trying to sort out my my native. Is this how you're trying to ask for any leave? No, no, no. I'll be there. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, just re- I'll just report from there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. So just trying to do a few things here and there. It's not too exciting. Yeah, I feel like sometimes I like chilled weekends. I don't like weekends where I have stuff to do every single day because I go into a new week more tired mm. than when I left the previous week. Yeah, you know I mean, I like a down day, preferably Sunday. Mm. Mm. Yeah, preferably I like a I like a chill Sunday. But yeah, but as we promised, guys, we the community is up. Well, partly up. So the new black community is up, and obviously TDA is part of the new black. So you can already basically join the community and then we'll give you further details on the day after's vibe. But if you would like to join the community, I know you guys, so wherever you guys are watching us today, I know you're not watching us on your phone. Well, yeah. So what you can do is get your phone or get another device and type this in as I say it, right? So it's community, two M's, dot the new black, as you guys know, black is what with an X, dot com. So join right now and... Get it set up and also it's going to ask you to like download an app. Download the app. It's all great. We're already on there. So yeah, it's one of the ways we can communicate, start um, start communicate, communicating with you guys. And also while, while I've got your attention, subscribe to our channel. I think we can try and do 3K by the end of the week, personally. Mm-hmm. What are we saying, guys? What's, what's the number now? We're on 
So that is what is that two thousand three hundred fifty? It's possible, but the people in the in the chat are gonna have to spread the word, isn't it? You're gonna spread the word. So mm-hmm. guys, do us a favor, help us, help us, help us, basically. But yeah, let's get into our, our show. Let's get into our first headline. <laughs> No, but they can tell. Um, also, Ebony, don't make a scene, girl. It's Monday morning. Let's not do this. <laughs> it's too early. It's too early. <laughs> all right. So the first headline. It appears the sun we all asked for and enjoyed has come at a cost to the UK as export experts warn that the UK is braced for drought conditions until October. With river, with river forecasts uh, to be low and exceptionally low in central and southern Eastland. Southern England. This could have dire consequences for farming and soil in much of the country is too dry to drill and many crops for harvest next year and the end of this year need to be drilled by the end of October to be viable. Southeast England has had 144 days with little or no rain since January, which is the longest dry period since the 1970s. Experts have warned that a lengthy period of rain would be needed to end the drought declared in parts of, the Eng- parts of England on Friday. A lot of land has been left parched and hard by the heat, so rain is likely to hit the ground and just run off like it would on concrete, which could lead to flash flooding as well. An official drought was declared for eight areas of England on Friday. The move is expected to trigger stricter controls on water use, and five water companies have already announced restrictions, including hosepipe bans. John Curtin, who's the Executive Director of Local Operations for the Environment Agency, told the BBC this is not a normal summer and warned the lack of water would be an issue for several months. The agency has said there's enough water for public supply, but has urged everyone to think about their water use. Well, it's raining this week. I hope that helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help, it's raining all week. What's the, what's the forecast for the weekend? So today is 28. Mm. But the rest of the week, we're getting 22s and 23s. Mm. But with rain. But I don't like when it rains when it's mm. too hot. Because you know what? It, is? it smells very... Earth- the world's... The, the world. world. Yeah, it smells earthy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's as if, like, it's like... I know what you mean. Yeah, but it's just earthy yeah. and it's very choky. Like, I don't know. It doesn't. It, it's just my breathing, basically. Mm. So is the heat wave officially over now or is it? I hope we go one more round. I think Bank Holiday <laughs> weekend, let's go again. Let's do this. That would be nice. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. We could be out in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, too bad. Yeah. All but, right. Mm-hmm. The second um, headline, trigger warning, mm-hmm. um, is basically surrounding the author Salman Rushdie who's age 75 and was left severely injured after being stabbed on stage while speaking at an event in New York State. He has faced years of death threats for his novel, The Satanic Verses, which some Muslims see as blasphemous. He was forced into hiding for nearly 10 years after it was published in 1988. The man charged over Friday's attack has pleaded not guilty to attempted murder. Uh, Mr. Rushdie's agent, Andrew Wiley, said, he's off the ventilator, so the road to recovery has begun. It will be long. The injuries are severe, but his condition is headed in the right direction. As a result of this unfortunate incident, police are now investigating an online threat to J.K. Rowling after she tweeted support for Salman Rushdie. She said she felt very sick at the news and hoped he would recover. The Harry Potter author, who's aged 57, shared screenshots of a message stating, don't worry, you are next. The same Twitter account also posted messages praising the man who attacked Mr. Rushdie on stage at an event um, like I said uh, last week, she shared a screenshot of the threat with a caption to all sending supporting messages. Thank you. The police are involved. A 
Police Scotland um, spokesman said, we have received a report of an online threat being made and officers are carrying out inquiries. So yeah, unfortunately, uh, Simon Rushdie was um, stabbed uh, last week. Um, yeah, on, on Friday. And, you know, J.K. Rowling showed her support and now she's getting threats. She's been getting threats for a minute. I'm going to be very ignorant right now. Who the hell is Simon Rushdie? Uh, I don't know to describe him, but say he's an author. Okay. <laughs> That's what yeah. I, love, I love about the show. It's about ballads. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is. Yeah, yeah. I author. mean, J.K. Rowling, I hope, I hope, yeah. Because obviously she said all the stuff she said about, you know, mm-hmm. trans people and stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess they haven't really threatened her life. Yeah, I think a few people I have yet to really. But you know, they, they I ain't taking that them them people too serious like that, innit? But but obviously this other scenario now with Muslims and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you gotta take that seriously. Yeah, and you know, like like I was saying, he was forced into hiding for like ten years, man. Ten years. Ten that's years. Crazy. Yeah. But you know what? This leads into our topic of the day, so let's get into that. <laughs> Okay, so today's topic of the day is when is enough enough? Where's the line crossed? Why is it okay to stab someone who writes about a particular religion, ideology, uh, faith, whatever you may call it, from their perspective, especially if this story is fiction? Or if it's based on what they believe to be some historical, you know, fact, but the overall story is fiction. Or even if it's not fiction, it's just like from their perspective, this is the truth. Why is it okay to do that? Um, should religions be more tolerant? Or should people just not talk about religions? How can we find that balance? Shouldn't we be allowed to question faiths without fear of being killed? Um, where should we draw the line? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's your thoughts? I think when it comes to stuff like that, I think, okay. So you see how like we've got like beauties in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. Something is most precious to someone that it means something to, right? Mm-hmm. So I can understand if when I'm talking about Christianity or whatever, it doesn't mean, doesn't hold value in your life the way it does in mine. Mm. Because I'm the one, it's my faith, do you know what I mean? But I do think that, I mean, in an ideal world, whatever it is I may think about a religion or whatever it is, I would like to not cause offence. But I think that is more applicable when it's personal situations, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't feel like you would ever say anything disrespectful about Christianity and I wouldn't say anything about Islam because yeah. we know each other personally, do you yeah. know what I mean? But then we can't control the wider society. Yeah. But ideally, people should just respect what people's respect that we all live differently. Yeah. And whatever it is you you might think of something, you might not believe in it, but that's fine. It's not causing you sleepless nights to not believe in what I, what I believe. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But I think the problem is that in this world, we have people who it's not enough for them to just believe what they believe. They want to make sure you believe what they believe as well. Mm. And I think that's where the issue comes in where you can't then say, this is something that I believe in and keep it moving. It's like, even like gay marriage and stuff. You might not, you you might say, you know what, that's not for me. That's fine. You're straight, mind your straight business. But some people go, they'll go out of their way to let you know that, no, I think being gay is this and being that, do you get what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the, that's the issue. Yeah. And you can still question someone's faith. Yeah. But do it in a respectful way. Exactly, yeah. It doesn't have to be malicious. It doesn't have to be, you know, uh, anything of that manner. So you can still, you know, the fear of being killed shouldn't come into question because the mm. way you challenge someone's faith shouldn't be disrespectful anyway. Yeah. So why exactly? Why is it a fear of being killed or stabbed? Mm. But you, you know, know pe- people see disrespect in different type of ways. Do you yeah. remember? I don't know why this came into my head here. Yeah. Remember the beef with um, Drake and Pusher? 
Yeah. And I think it was Pusha said that Drake mentioned someone, right? Mm. Drake said the Pusha. Yeah, no, it's like Pusha mentioned 40. I think 40 has a, a an illness. Okay. And Pusha mentioned um 40's illness. No, but there was something that um what, oh, you, what made, oh, was what Drake? Made, oh no, yeah. Drake mentioned um, Pusha's fiance or wife. So he just mentioned her name, innit? Yeah. And just mentioning her name made Pusha Drake. say, you know what, nah, I've had enough. And starts talking about his son. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like people have different mm. thresholds for disrespect. But to me, that's just, just disrespectful to me. Well, so I, I, I understand name. why Pusha took offense to that. Yeah. yeah. Why okay. are you mentioning my fiance's name in beef? Like, you, you're beefing me. Her name should be yeah. not her name shouldn't be coming out of your mouth. I get what you're saying, yeah. but but I'm just saying like just but, but to others people, to others that may not be that disrespectful. Yeah, because you didn't it. like say anything bad about her. Yeah, you just mentioned her name. Yeah, you know Keep what I'm saying. My wife's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're saying. Yeah, but that makes that does make sense actually. But yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. I just think yeah, I think it's just yeah. I guess I guess disrespect is open to interpretation. Yeah, yeah. How you take it. So I may say something, and you know, mean no offense by it. But the person on the other end, the way they receive, the way they receive it, is offensive. Yeah, exactly. so it's a, it's a, a difficult one to try to navigate. To be honest with you, yeah. But I do think that as well, you should be allowed to definitely question stuff about faith. But they, but, but where so. do you strike that balance though? Because you said, for example, if I'm not mistaken, um, that obviously you shouldn't disrespect certain people's faith, yeah. right? But if you're questioning the faith, we know certain belief systems are very dogmatic, where it's like you just question it. Yeah, but do you know what? It's a problem. Though? As someone who is in a faith, mm-hmm. that's not realistic. I can't be trying to tell someone about Jesus. Mm. And they're like, yeah, but did Mary, did Joseph really not have sex with Mary? And I take offense <laughs> to that. Yeah. No, do you get me? I think yeah. sometimes people take, people can take questions as that like you're they're already on the, on the defensive mm-hmm. when really that's an opportunity to, to educate someone about something. Do you mm-hmm. get what I mean? Yeah. Because I've had conversations as well, like even to do with race, where people, white people ask me stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know that the next black person you might meet the wrong one who takes who just takes offense to. But yeah. I see that as no, as a teacher because they don't understand. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And obviously people's tones are different and whatever. But yeah, I see that as a as a teaching moment, especially when it comes to faith. Like obviously in each person's faith, yeah. Mm. Essentially, you're meant to draw the people to join the faith mm. so that all our souls can be saved, right? How is my soul gonna be saved if I can't even ask a question about it? If I don't understand. And you kind of just experiment to just follow blindly. I can't follow blindly because clearly the way you receive the faith is different to how I'm receiving it. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? I can't. Yeah. I have to ask questions. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there should be a thing where it's like people should, shouldn't be able to ask questions at all or question anything. No, I question things. Mm. And also, where, where are these, you know, disagreements happening? Because when I see religious discussions being done in person, mm. I see it being respectful. When I've seen them myself, I see yeah. people asking questions in a respectful manner, the person receiving it well, and they having a nice back and forth dialogue. Are these situations, are they happening mainly online where there's disrespect being thrown, discrepancies, and, you know, maybe misinterpretation or... Because in person, for example, just to say um, a Christian came to the mosque to seek advice or a non-religious person came to the mosque to mm-hmm. seek advice, whatever, or even in the church. Like, I've seen these things in my eyes and I've yeah. seen imams have conversations with people before yeah. and it's always, even online, I've seen debates online mm-hmm. yeah. where Christians and um, Muslims are kind of going at it. Sometimes they get a bit heated, but mm-hmm. because everyone understands that everyone's just here to learn, yeah, 
it's never Let's taken that. that far. So yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to ascertain when these things do go array, mm-hmm. what's what's the form? Like, what's the platform? I think a lot of the time, it's kind of like what you just said. Yeah. They're not in front of each other. Yeah. And that's why um, I think a lot of time it just escalates. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because at least if someone's in front of you, you can, you can kind of... Engage the time. Yeah. 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 But when it's online, then it's just, yeah. It's exactly. Yeah. 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 But in, this, in the um, case of Mr. Rushdie now, he's just written a book. Mm. So what he's... Hmm? Sorry, I'm sorry, 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 go. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, um, he, he just wrote a book. Yeah. And um granted, like, if you're Muslim, you you would probably see it as disrespectful. Yeah. Because you know what I mean? Like the, the faith of <coughs> Islam is obviously you just believe that the Quran yeah. came to Muhammad direct, yeah. untampered, it's perfect in its form. Mm. Mm. But he's now written a book that kind of questions that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so now, obviously, people are taking offense because no one's in front of him dialoguing. Mm. No one, none of that. Yeah. It's just written as fact, yeah. at least and to some people's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm, I'm still thinking, if he doesn't believe in your faith, yeah. how, why would he ever think, you know, that, that, that yeah. the Quran came from God and yeah. it's still written on paper? And I it's, think it's, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, certain things is, is like, it's real. And I think sometimes that's the thing with religion is that we just, you're almost going to expect people to just get in line. Mm-hmm. But I can't get in line. You already in line. Mm-hmm. Help me understand why this line is one of benefit to me. Why it's beneficial for me to get. Do you get me? What is the benefits of getting in this line? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's almost like that kind of don't question, just just follow kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I think if anyone truly wants someone to to understand their religion, they will be patient. Yeah, and they will understand that this person is coming from a place of ignorance where they don't know anything. I agree with that. So their line of questioning to you may be frustrating because. Yeah. You're already in this religion. You have a certain level of knowledge. But if someone's a blank canvas and they're just confused and they don't know what's going on, obviously the way they they, they may frame questions may annoy you mm. as someone who has a certain level of knowledge and whatever. But you just have to have patience with it. And you just you, you can't really get offended, especially if mm. you can tell there's no real malicious intent in mm. the question. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, you just can't you can't be sensitive to it because mm-hmm. you have a bias. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. and like. You know what? Let, let me um quickly just tell you what kind of some some of the issues with the book. Right? Yeah. So so there's a bit of context. So basically, the the, the book's called the Satanic Verses, right? Mm. And basically, um, it kind of refers to um a legend of Islamic, of of basically the Prophet Muhammad, where yeah, um, he received a few verses because you know obviously he received yeah. running bits yeah. over a certain um time period, mm. but um allegedly that he received some of the verses from the devil yeah. to kind of trick him and see if, oh, is this actually from Allah? Or, you mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. And so basically he's trying to say that, I guess, um, and this is based on, that, I guess, some of the stories written in the hadith, yeah. right? He's basically saying that some of these verses or maybe one or two of them or whatever in the Quran actually came via this means. Mm. And so obviously it's making people feel away with it. What are you trying to say here? Mm. But in addition to that, and this is where it gets a bit somehow, right? It's basically, um, according to someone called um, McCroy, some of the other controversial parts um, of that book is basically how he uses certain terms and names, right? So watch this. Uh, he used the name Mahund, yeah? which is said to be a, a derogatory term for Muhammad, right? Which was used by the English during the Crusades. So I guess he used that name yeah. to refer to Muhammad. Yeah. Right? And he obviously would have known this. Yeah. Right? He's also used uh, the term Jahiliya, which is a time of ignorance, right? Mm. But he's used that for Islam. Yeah. Um, uh, what's he done also? He's basically... 
This is different then. He's 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 deliberately being disrespectful. Then if he if he knows what these words are, mm. if he knows what these words mm. mean, and he's using them. Mm-hmm. He's using them to to harm. I think he could have he could have written a book where he's still questioning things mm-hmm. or questioning like as in to gain understanding. Yeah. So it, it sounds like if those are words that are known to cause offense, mm-hmm. these are insults. But, but it's it's almost like. And this is not me trying to defend him here, right? Because oh, no, your stance. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I read it, I just feel like, mm, like you obviously knew what he was doing, mm. but it's kind of like he's just trying to create the scene. So, for example, let me just um, tell you a couple other things, right? So, like I was saying, he used the term jahiliya, um, which is the time of ignorance in Islam. He was using that as a name for Mecca. Mm. Pardon yeah. me. Yeah, he used also the name Angel uh, Gabriel, basically mm. uh, Jabril. Yeah. Yeah. He used that. Um, for the name of a film star in in, in his story, mm. um, the name Saladin, which is um, a Muslim hero, like during the Crusades, he used that name for to, a devil. Yeah. He used the name Aisha, who was the wife of Muhammad. He used mm. that for the name of an Indian, a fanatical Indian girl, um, who leads her village on a fatal pilgrimage. Like so, this cup is, and also um, there's a brothel, which is staffed by pr- prostitutes, and apparently those prostitutes all have the same names as Muhammad's wives. So it's, it's almost like you've kind of okay. done some subliminals here. You're poking. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I, I can definitely see why you think that's disrespectful. Yeah. Right? But the question still remains, does he deserve to die for this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because no. it's, it's still a work of fiction, yeah. you know? And where where do we cross this line? Like, no, you don't have to, no, that's, that's extreme. Yeah, definitely you, know? that's, you don't have to die for that, no. That's extreme. I don't so. think he even get, deserves to even get rushed for it. I just think... If someone's, do you know, and I think another thing as well is like someone who's not of the faith, mm-hmm. obviously, again, you know, the faith, you want to spread the word mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But someone, someone who's not of the faith that you just got to, honestly, God just look at it and count his ignorance. Mm. That's it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, again, they cannot hold value to something that you hold you hold value to. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't hold, there's not something that they, they care about. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Like, when I see people, say, when people say stuff about Christianity and uh, disrespect and all that kind of stuff, if I can have a conversation with them, I have a conversation with them. But mm. if it's like a thing where I just see that you're just on one, mm. it makes, of course, it annoys me because it's blasphemy, but I can't carry it on my head because mm-hmm. respectfully, you're an idiot. Mm. Do you mm. get what I mean? Like, because it, it's, it, if you don't understand something, that's, that's different. But if you're going out of your way to poke and annoy people and say stuff that you know will trigger them, mm-hmm. you are a walking fool. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, he definitely doesn't deserve to die for that or anything like that. But again, Everyone holds their faith differently. Yeah. Whereas I will look over and turn the other cheek, someone will slap you for it. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? And that's where everyone's individuality comes into their religion. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, it doesn't deserve to, to die or be rushed or anything like that. But there's someone who takes it very personally. Yeah. And so when they then retaliate that way, it's, yeah, it's the consequences. Damn shame. Of that, yeah. Mm. But I still feel like because of stuff like this now, yeah. and and you're right in, in what you're saying. Obviously, he doesn't deserve it, right? But people will see it in a particular way and and react. But because of that, don't you feel like it then puts pressure on people to be like, you know what, this this freedom of speech thing is long. You know, let, let me just relax. Let me not even talk about the things I want to talk about at fear of obviously being attacked. Mm. But you can't talk about anything you want to talk about. You just have to talk about it in a way that doesn't earn you a slap. But but that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you don't think it will. Because people question things. <laughs> that's true. You know what I'm saying? It's like pe- 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 people question things all the time. Like, yeah. you know, like, um, for example, 
I think the early 19th century, right? Mm. Pe- people, there was a time where people were just talking up about Christianity, saying mm. it's fake, it's this, that, and the third. Yeah. Scholars from all over the world were, were trying to do that, right? And I don't, I don't think necessarily Christians went out there and tried to govern and kill these people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just, it's one of those, it's one of those tides where it happens. And if your faith is strong, it survives. If it doesn't, then we get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? But violence just shouldn't have to come into it. You know what I'm saying? And to be fair, just for human progression, there's been countless times where we've interpreted something in the, in the scriptures as something that we think is a, a particular way today. Mm-hmm. And then a hundred years um, later, yeah. we don't see it that way no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's because of just normal science and, and certain things coming to light. So why... Are we prepared to, to harm people for something that, based on history, may not even be the way we're interpreting it? Mm, that's true. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think we should be harmed for um, anything that they say. Or even if they, if they don't believe in your religion and they don't believe in your faith and whatever it is, I don't think there's a cause for harm. Because mm-hmm. really and truly, again, even as much as you might think, you know, you know the Bible and blah, blah, it's still, it's still a personal thing. Loki kind of is to your opinion mm-hmm. in a way that it's like what you is what you've picked up from like me you could read the Bible verse actually no, Brent I'll say Brent because Brent's history but me and Brent could read the Bible verse but because of circumstances in our lives we can pick out obviously there's a, there's a there's a baseline message there but how we internalize it or whatever can depend on what we're going through personally yeah. what phase we're at in life and all that kind of stuff yeah. but I can't be upset with Brent and be like no this is this is the only message to get from it no yeah. there's different things that nutrients that people can get from from you know the word and stuff but I still don't think it's um cause to be rushing people and coming to try and kill people yeah. I just think if anyone just was, was just respectful be better don't be yeah. breaking people's religions yeah. and unfortunately when people react yes they shouldn't be slapping people up or we're trying to kill them. At the same time, I can understand why people feel so... Because pa- faith is a big thing. Mm-hmm. I can understand how people can feel so like so passionate that they can't... This They have to take it personally. It's a personal attack. Mm. As far as they're concerned. Yeah. Some some people in the, in the group are basically saying, um, you know, obviously the stabbing is a bit too far, but you needed something. <laughs> Yo, uh, yes. <laughs> like a, a Russian or, or, or something. Was enough. <laughs> But still, you're still saying there should be consequences for him doing stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? And again, that line is drawn based on how serious you take that particular yeah, thing. Yeah. And like, you can't just have arbitrary um, thresholds, man. It, it, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. It's just crazy, man. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I personally, I think, you know, anyway, it doesn't matter what I think in it, but... <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, there needs to be room for people to think and say what they feel. Because I feel like yeah. we get a lot more progress if 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 things are that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rather than people being scared to say things. You know? That's the thing. You yeah. have to, you have to take that's how you grow bad. as well. When you push on things, you get knowledge. You share knowledge, all that stuff. That's how people grow. Mm-hmm. People are scared to do that then, boy. Exactly. What happens beyond religion then? Because even like when yeah. it comes to... I've heard people who are... Um, in the LGBTQ plus community, and they talk about like, like even with, like with their families, the family trying to understand stuff. So there's some people who take offense mm-hmm. and they're just defensive because obviously they've been, they're just they're, they're defensive, rightfully so most times. And then you've also had people within the community who are like, 
I've had to understand that they don't they don't know. Mm. So I have to I just teach them. Do you get mm. I mean? And so whereas there's one person who's like, oh, you've asked me that. It sounds it's ignorant and mm. this and they give you like a statement of like like love is love and don't question it. And then you've got someone else who's like, no, 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 who sits down and has a conversation with them. So do you get I me? Mean? I just think mm-hmm. if we all just teach each other mm-hmm. and learn from each other and just give people grace to just be who they are, what convicts you that might not convict the next person? What you care about might not, the other person might not care about. That's mm-hmm. fine. Like, if the world, if we're all the same person in this world, it'd be so boring. 100%. I yeah. agree. Yeah. All yeah. right, well, I guess enough is enough with this topic. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into our, ne- our next headline. Okay, so another trigger warning here. Um, there was a fire in a church in Egypt, which unfortunately we left uh, dozens dead. So uh, dozens of people have died after a fire broke out at a church in Egypt, many of them crushed during a desperate scramble to escape. Mm-hmm. Officials say the number of dead is at least 41, with dozens injured. Children, unfortunately, are believed to be amongst the dead. Security sources say an electrical fire broke out as 5,000 worshippers gathered for mass at the Coptic Abu Sifin church. They said the fire blocked an entrance, which caused a stampede. Fire services say the blaze has been brought under control and that the exact cause of the fire is not clear. However, Father Farid Femi from another nearby church in the Imbamba neighborhood told the AFP news agency that it was caused by a short circuit. The power was out and they were using a generator, he said. But when the power came back, it caused no overload. Egyptian President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi offered his sincere condolences to the families of the innocent victims that have passed on to be with their Lord in one of his houses of worship. That's so sad. Yeah, man. Send prayers out to them and hopefully, yeah, man, they can come together and, you know, support and comfort each other. Yeah, very sad. Um... The next headline is from Saudi Arabia. It's to do with oil. So Saudi oil giant Aramco has broken its own record with a $48.4 billion profit for the second quarter of 2022. It's a 90% year-on-year increase and marks the biggest earnings for the world's largest energy exporter since its public listing three years ago. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has seen oil and gas prices skyrocket. As we know, Russia is one of the world's biggest exporters, but Western nations have pledged to curb their dependence on the country for their energy needs. According to Bloomberg, the Saudi oil giant's figure represents the biggest quarterly adjusted profit of any listed company. Oil prices were already rising before the Ukraine war as as economies started to recover from the COVID-19 pandemic and demand outstripped supply. The world's biggest oil producers, including... ExxonMobil, Chevron, and BP have all posted huge earnings this year, leading to growing calls on governments to impose a windfall tax amid an alarming rise in living costs. In June, the US President Joe Biden said Exxon had made more money than God this year. So yeah, man. You will tell you who want to get rushed. We just told y'all about... That's yeah, man. They're really... 48.4 billion. It's crazy. 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 So yeah, it's crazy. It's the end of the headlines. All right, let's get into Word on Road. All right, Ekitsu and Davide are honestly, yeah, they're just winning from every angle. 
So they have announced that so they were on a breakfast show over the weekend on Saturday, and they actually have announced that they're going to be having their own ITV2 show. And so basically, the show is going to follow them on a road trip, one week visiting Turkey, and then another week visiting Italy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's Italian, she's Turkish. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be more about just kind of the culture and all that great stuff. Um, Ekinsu was, you know, she joked about, you know, them fighting and cooking. That's what they did in the, in the villa so much. Um, and then, what's it called? And then Davide said, I can tell you this, we're going on a road trip to Italy and Turkey. So one week in Italy, one week in Turkey. We're going to be on IV2, so it's going to be like our own program. I'm really proud. This is sick. This is really, really good for them, honestly, because mm. they're really, they're just really, really good TV. Like, I would actually watch their reality TV show. Um, you, so reckon, you reckon they're kind of staying together for the business? As in, I think, as, as in they see their relationship being lucrative, so they're going to try and have like a business relationship as opposed yeah. to like a real one. Yeah. I think I, I think at the moment they kind of got, they're playing into the real, the realness now. Yeah. Because even, because um, they're together and then, David had to leave for Manchester. Mm. She lives in London, leaves Manchester. Mm. Um, there was also hints about, you know, him moving down or whatever. But and then she FaceTime, she's like, Oh, I really miss you, and blah, blah. And he was like, Oh, baby, you can call me anytime. Like the interactions seem very genuine. Genuine. Yeah. But I do think, I do wonder how compatible they are just yeah. because of how what I saw in the house. Yeah. And he's like, I don't, jealousy I don't think they're com- I don't think they're compatible. Like, yeah. I don't think, especially in the real world. Yeah, I think I don't I think, see you. I don't see them working in the world at yeah. all. Yeah, I think they worked for the show because there's yeah. nobody else to go with. Yeah, but, but I don't see it. Long I don't time, see it. Being but I reckon, obviously, them being together is you know lucrative for both of them. So but what's reckon, crazy though, I think it's more lucrative for Davide. I think if they broke up, Ekins is still, is still gonna be. Yeah, I think. Be, I think Davide is more forgettable. By himself, he probably has yeah. less yeah. less offers. Um, so with her, he probably has they more do, offers on yeah. the table. Yeah, I think with her, she's already got offers. He's got less. Mm. But I think together. They have more. Yeah, for sure. But I think, it's, if anything, he's going to have to be the one to ensure that he kind of stays with her. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But um, I'm looking forward to it. I'll see what I'm, I'm going to watch it and see what it's like. Um, David said also, he also said with meeting family, it's going to be nice. And then, um, yeah, to be like a family thing, just kind of the realness, I guess. Cute stuff. I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it and then see what it's like and report back to you guys. We're still on the news of reality TV shows. So obviously, um, Big Brother was announced to come back in 2023. Um, there's obviously talks of who will be hosting it. And at the moment, it's been alleged that the favorite person is Alison Hammond. Do you know who that is? Is she the, is she ex Big Brother? Yes. Yeah. So she was there in 2002. Yeah. Hold on. This babe. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, she was on she was on the 2002. I think that's one of the things that they think is a good thing. So sorry to cut you. Did she get famous from Big Brother? Yeah. Oh, serious? Yeah. yeah. And she hosts, wow. what show is it? She hosts a show with Demo O'Leary on Fridays. I think it's called... Because she's done well. Yeah, yeah, she's for some, yeah, she's I think in terms of the old Big Brother contestants, mm. she's probably the one who's... Popping the most. In terms of like longevity mm. and having Definitely. a career, yeah. Yeah. She's really fun. She's absolutely hilarious. So, on, so every Friday, she and Demo O'Leary have a show called... Um, well, they're on This Morning. Mm. So she hosts every Friday as well. She's really good vibes. Yeah. Like she... She is really good vibes. I think she'd be a great host. Who was this? Davina. Davina McCall. Mm-hmm. Where is this? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think Davina McCall nice for a while. Back. No, honestly. <laughs> I think we need someone who's back bubbly. And if they're doing the whole, the show's got a new look, mm. have a new host as well. Which I mean, I'm not being bondage. But um, yeah, so what's it called? 
So apparently, a source is saying that Ellison is at the top of, of the list to present next year's Big Brother. Um, execs think she's exactly what the show needs. She's energetic, fun, relatable, and she was on the show, so she knows it inside out. Um, and then an ITV spokesperson did say to the Metro that all suggestions surrounding the host are pure speculation and absolutely no decisions have been made at this early stage. She was recently on Mo Gilligan's latest show, and um, when she asked, you know, if she'd be a good presenter, if she'd like to present it, she said, I think so, they need to change it up a bit. And she said, we've got to put it out there to the universe, let's make it happen. So I really do hope it, it happens. I think it'd be really, really sick. Someone who was also considered was a Ryan Clark, but I believe he's done it before. He either did that or he did that. They know the baby, the big brother, uh, you know the extra show, how we get at the after sun. Yeah. I think he does that one. But I, re- I really think Alison would be perfect for... Mm. To actually host Big Brother. But yeah, speaking of not I can't even say that, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, Bernard, yet again, a woman, another woman has ex- tried to expose him. How many women to stop doing this? I just think it's so embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. Some girl called, she's called Diamond the Body. She's Caribbean. Mm. I think he has a type. Um, he so she posted a picture about on her close friends. You, you gotta do a record body. You got a source because why? <laughs> so she put something in a close friend. Obviously, the person done screenshots it and sent it. And so now you're not gonna now you actually fumbled it because Bernard's gonna put you in a minute. It was her, don't it, man? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, was, I don't believe in none of this. Send the burner. But she basically had a picture of them in bed, and sis was naked too. Like, ma'am, something on. Apparently, she um, you know when Tory Lanez was doing the uh, quarantine radio. Yes, I saw this. Yeah, she was one of the main girls yeah. on, on the line. Did you see the clip of it? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. She was one of the quarantine babies. Mm. Shaking the ass. But um, yeah, so she put uh she did took a picture of that both of them in bed. He was sleeping. You can't really see his face at all. You can kind of see his ear, his do-rag. I like a man that wrap his hair. I read that. And like his hand, obviously, he's got like an iconic tattoo on his hand. And she says, um, he say he feels safer over here. This way could coochie be. Laughing emoji, red heart face. And I'm just like, you've just ruined it. Like, you, I don't know, you know. Sometimes girls, women get the good things and you start just ruin the bag. I'm going to read a quote from Zizi. Because I like Zizi. Zizi speaks, Zizi speaks sense. And she said, ladies, please stop posting yourself in bed with famous men. That ain't claiming you. Like, that can't be your claim to fame. And even if you see it as your meal ticket, you're definitely going about it the wrong way. Keep that shit to yourself. That's a word. Mm-hmm. Facts. You think I was sleeping with someone who's really, really not going to say anything? I'm just going to enjoy the benefits. Yeah. He's going to be helping me with that, with with my career, all that stuff, doing great things. But like, see how when um Young Miami and Diddy, mm. we didn't need to know that. <laughs> we did not need to know you as well. We're going, going. What is it? We go together, real bad. We didn't need to know all of that. Enjoy the benefits. No, I think because, podcast, no, because because they're both famous, it probably works to their benefit if people know they're together. It doesn't because mm. he's got a girl. Who? Some other girl. Some other girl. But basically. It's a thing where I think he's having fun. Mm. But in every, where wherever he is, that mm. girl was very present there. But it's one of the things that's like, she knows her role. Mm. So she, because Young Miami was good, was, she did a back and forth with, was it the girl? I think, yeah, it was this girl. She's doing a back and forth with her on, on Instagram and stuff. You're doing back and forth over a guy that's actually not your guy. Mm. Do you get me? So it's not like there's anything, I think what she should have done, she was, in, he was taking her to parties, they were enjoying or whatever. It was all those rumors that, you know, around the, around the industry or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was even better because then she got a podcast. Do you know what I mean? So she's got like her, her own podcast, um, yeah. Carisha Please with mm. Complex. Like he was making moves for her. I think just enjoy that. Enjoy isn't that, isn't that with, things. Isn't that with his, his uh, network? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah so I'm saying so there's, there's perks to these things. When you open your mouth, you want to be talking too much. Now it's ruining it because you could actually have a boyfriend and be enjoying perks from a nice friend who's generous. That's true. But here you are ruining every every bag in which way you can. <laughs> Ridiculous. The girls are talking too much. I really don't like it. But um, yeah. So Brenna has not responded. I don't think he will. One thing about Banner Boy, he does not respond to things. Like, there's nothing to respond to. Exactly. He's a bad Yeah, he doesn't care. I'm a single man. We have sex. That's it. That's it. But mm-hmm. I just think it's so embarrassing. Like, I would hate, yeah, for my business to be exposed with a guy and then he calls me mm. and he's like, what the hell? Oh my gosh. Jesus got to come back right then, then. That is so embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. But I guess the shame is... Um, but why... What? <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say this. I don't know. Go on. No, I say it. But it's like, why, why don't these women have respect for themselves? Yeah. You have no shame. You actually lack shame. Because for them, the clout and the attention that they will garner from this is the fucking, is what they want. It's for a day. It's what they desire. Suppose, I mean, suppose she knew it was just for a day and she wanted to capitalize mm. on that 24 hours. Let me see. If because it might just be for a day, to be fair. It is for a day. And, and for her, good. she's thinking, okay, cool. I'll get notoriety. My Instagram followers will go up. I might get this more bookings. It? I might mm. get more jobs. I'm going to become more famous, whatever, whatever. So Maybe her, he even communicated to her that this was the last night that they were going to be seeing each other. And she's like, mm, okay. Yeah, any man that does okay. that, you're an egg. You, can never, you never tell me that this is the last time. What I'm, would you I'm going to make the most out of this last time. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> I would have done it insta life. <laughs> and plus, I done it insta right. this, this might be like a one night stand thing. It's not like mm. Bernard and her live in the same place. Yeah. No, but so. she's saying so, he, he feels safe here. So she's. Saying it as if, like, this is a, a thing they do. She's saying whatever she wants to say, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. It's not... I'll be honest with you. Oh, she's got an EP out. Oh, there you go. She's that. She's yeah, a, but how many people are really going to go and listen to it now? I'm definitely going to be avoiding it. No, no. <laughs> I'm putting effort to, to, to not find it. Do you know I mean, how many people are actually... It's not going to translate into sales. That's the thing with this, this whole clout chasing stuff. Mm-hmm. Check out track six. Yeah, she's she's had <laughs> <laughs> she's had six posts here since she put this out. Six in the space of what? Bruh. See, she's, she's, fourteen hours. Alexis, six posts. She's absolutely dying for it. She's absolutely dying for it. But yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, she's just oh, posted up the links. Uh, body. That's it. See, this is this is this was her um marketing campaign. The yeah, but I hope you translate into sales for you. Sis. The rollout for EP. I really hope not the rollout. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope it translates into sales for uses. But let's all just keep what our business, our business is doing private on a normal day. And the last bit of of news, um, I thought it was really good, really good vibes. It's Munya again. So Munya Chihuahua. So yeah, I said that right. So anyway, so he's basically got this. Um, he's got this show he's done before, where it's called Deep Issue Massage. So basically, guys having a deep tissue massage and then they kind of just talk and whatever. Mm. And I'm talking about this just because I think it's a very, I think it's a really good thing, very, very cool thing to do. Mm. Um, I think in the promo video, it also says about, you know, guys don't really want to about their feelings and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's very, very good to, and healthy mm. to promote this. Also, you know, men always talk about, black men, always talk about, well, every man, but I'm black men, so black men, always talk about um, how they don't really have the outlet to talk and all that kind of stuff. And you guys, you know, it's like their mental health is not really cared about all this. I think this is a really, really good outlet. And I'm hoping that by a lot of people watching this, there'll be more conversations that men can men feel like they can have with their other boys. Because it's got really, really cool people on there. So it's got um, Patrice Evra, it's got mm. Michael, it's got Jordan F. Stevens, it's got Victor. 
saw Victor on there. Love, love Victor Kunda. He's also got Koji Radicals. I think people seeing, obviously people that they can relate to, people that they follow, people that music, mm-hmm. people's content that they take in, if you're seeing them, you know, being vulnerable and being open and having these conversations, hopefully that will encourage more men to care about their mental health, to care about, you know, speaking up about stuff. And yeah. And it's amazing because he's going to be doing it with um, together with his production company. Moon's made it. So yeah, I'm really, really here for it. I'll be watching it and seeing what it's like. So it's a new season. It drops 21st of August on his YouTube. So check it out. But word and road wise, that is it from mm. me. Let's get into the People's Journal. Hello, people. Welcome to the People's Journal. I'll give you the news from an economics point of view. First question, yeah. Can you not swim? No. Uh, to a degree. I'm not great about swim. Like, what's your length-wise? <laughs> um, without stopping. Mm. About 25, 30. Seconds? Meters. Oh, is it? Oh, so what, one length? I can do, I can do, all right, when I was younger, probably 50, mm. as in there and back. Now, without stopping, I might give you 25, man. <laughs> 25, <30. laughs> <laughs> A little breather. You know what about I mean? you, Esther? No, I can't swim. I've got um, hydrophobia. <laughs> I think it's really rude that you laughed at my, at my, at my issue. <laughs> He's saying because you collect phobia, isn't it? Sorry? He's saying because you collect phobia. What other phobia have I ever Did expressed I <laughs> I've got a phobia of foolish men. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone should. No, no. So basically, I can't... Um, when I was younger, I used to take like, swimming lessons and stuff like that. Um, but like, I basically, I have a panic attack when I'm in like a lot of water. Okay. So like beaches and stuff like that. I will have yeah. a panic attack. And then because of my panic attack, mm. I would then start drowning, basically. Okay. But it's something I did say this year, I want to be, but I can't lie to you. I, I don't have time on my schedule. So I think next year. Because <laughs> I, I do want to get over it. Especially like, I don't know, like, because I always think of like my phobias if I'm going to have like children and stuff. Mm. I don't, because fear is passed on to kids. I don't yeah. want to ever pass on my phobias to my children and stuff. Yeah, that's good. Um, so I was like, oh, it's a good life school time. I'm like, mm, I tend to stay on land. So <laughs> I think I'm good. But yeah, I can't, but it's something that I would definitely like to. So when, to. so when you, you know, start going on these nice vacations and stuff, yeah, to a certain place with certain people and whatnot, are you going to be staying out of work? I do. <laughs> First of all, yeah, my, my head does not allow me to be chilling in the pool like that. Mm. I can chip, I can chill in the pool, like a little dip or whatever, but I'm not doing <laughs> laps. <laughs> nope. <laughs> not me. My head does not allow me such grace anyway. All right. But I definitely want to sort that out. Okay. I say all of that because um a survey's come out basically saying that swimming pools across the country are, are getting closed and alarming rate. So us wanting to teach, get our kids to, to learn oh, yeah. swimming and that. Yeah. Maybe one of them things where you've got to teach them in your bathroom. No, what's, the bathroom. The, what's, what's the reason why they're getting closed on? Uh, basically, what they're saying is, well, UK Active said, um, it's a lack of stuff, mm. rising energy costs, and chemical shortages. Actually, a lack of yeah. stuff. And that people looking for jobs. Yeah, but I guess maybe they don't have the money to pay them as well. Everything's just mm. gone up. You know what I mean? So... Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, that's, that's, that's what's happening now. Yeah, mm. so they said sixty-five uh, swimming pools um, have closed in three years. That's a lot, you know. Especially you know, like when kids are younger as well, they do that community stuff. Because my niece and my um, little sister used to go; they had swimming every single week. Mm. So, and when they go, like there's different classes, different yeah. ages, whatever. So, I can't imagine if that if that that one closed. Mm-hmm. There'd be a lot of kids that suffer from it. There you go. So yeah. imagine how many areas people, many kids are suffering from that. 
Was that like their own personal thing or was that with school? Personal thing. Oh, that's good. It's an outside, yeah, it's an outside school thing. Outside school mm. club, yeah. Because the only time I went swimming was with school. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I heard they don't even do that anymore. I don't believe so. Yeah. No, they don't. I, I still swim in almost every week in my school as well. Yeah, yeah they don't anymore. They haven't got the budget for it. They haven't got time. You're missing yeah. like hella periods doing that. Yeah. That's yeah. a shame, man. When and I you... did it, mm. it was with. Actually, when I did it, no, when I did it, it was after school. Listen, um, mm. but that guy's a dickhead, man. <laughs> Let me drown. <laughs> <laughs> They say that's a technique to help. No, it's not. <laughs> He's a twat for that. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, again, a lot of budget cutting and yeah, man, it's it's looking crazy. Um, also related to the whole swimming thing and school and teachers. Basically, it's looking like teachers are looking to strike. They should. Oh, serious? Why do you say that? Do you know what? Okay, so basically, I was talking to one of my friends. So I've got two friends who are teachers, right? Okay. Next year, we would like to go on holiday. But guess what? <laughs> we have to go at peak time. Do you know what? We're, we're trying to go to Jamaica as well. But we have to go peak time because <laughs> they can't just book annual leave like the rest of us can. Mm. But guess what? It's more expensive then. So I was like, I can't like, I don't know how teachers have not striked. All yeah, but, yeah, but that's... I don't understand what you're saying. If you let me know my point, yeah, let me know point. Wait, let oh. me tell you why this makes sense. I think that teachers should get a discount, travel discount. Okay. Because the only time they can actually go on holidays is during peak time. It's Ooh. so unfair. They can't take annually the way I can or the way you do from TDA. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> they can't do that. So the only time they can go is during is Christmas time, okay. Easter. Like the whole nation is going then. So I think teachers should get a discount. And obviously they get a discount. They're going with their friends who are affected by it, mm. i.e. me mm-hmm. and the rest of my crew. Mm. We all get a discount. No. <laughs> so I get why they want to strike. And also, I'm sorry, I also saw this tweet um, during, um, this week and the guy was saying how basically in the UK, he was on like 33K, I think, mm. as a teacher. And there was like no, there was no prospect of him getting more. But he moved to Dubai. And after that, after his bills and everything, he's got like 1.6K just I think I saw that tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that tweet. Well, yeah. yeah, I saw that tweet. See what I'm saying? It's mad. This is why I've heard that from quite a few people. People yeah. going to Kuwait, going to... Dubai, going yeah. to, uh, you know what I'm saying, Abu Dhabi, d- different places in the Middle East and making a lot of money. Yeah. Some some are even um, getting their accommodation paid for. Yeah, yeah, i got a friend, she moved to Dubai to become a teacher, I think a year and a half ago. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so paid for accommodation. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I had a friend as well. She came, yeah. More money. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Yeah. yeah. The country really needs to fix up, man, because they will lose, like, all of their, you know what I'm saying, their workforce. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. yeah, like, at the end of the day, <coughs> economics rules, man. And if you, if people haven't got um, enough money to live the life they want to live mm-hmm. and they can see that's available elsewhere, elsewhere will become the new home. Because I was thinking to my, my friend, I said, so, so, during summertime, do you guys get paid? Because mm. you must do. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, you do, but it's like a pro-rota stuff. Okay. How's that work? Yeah, I, I can't remember how she explained it to me, but the way it was sounding to me, I said, mm, is is sound like you're basically just always working. So basically, it's like it's, it's almost as if you make up the time that you're on leave during the six weeks you're on leave for. But obviously, they and they tend to teachers tend to go back earlier anyway. Mm. We plan lessons. All, I think teachers do a lot, you know. They do because it's not just because my job I can just get there and do the job and and leave. Mm-hmm. But they have to plan lessons and then mark, mark stuff, yes. all that kind of stuff. Like it's never ending. One of them is when she's saying she doesn't want to teach anymore. She's yeah. trying to find 
another way where she can do education, mm. but not as a teacher because she's like, it's not really, mm-hmm. it's not lucrative. Yeah, I, I don't want to say it's rare that people um, want to become teachers, remain teachers till they retire, but yeah. you're just hearing more and more stories from people just quitting after five, ten years. Yeah. Yeah. I've had enough of this, man. Because what is And then teach, the kids are so rude to you these days as well. Mm. What's an what's a average um, salary for a teacher? Mm. Let me do my Googles. Oh. Actually, yeah, let's see yeah, I'm doing Googles. Google. While she's doing that, I just wanted to say, um, yeah, the unions basically threatened to strike later this year. Um, because the government offered 5% okay. increase. Seven out of 10 people, the members, basically mm. said, nah, need to reject that ASAP. Not interested, not good enough. Um, they're all saying we need something in line with inflation again, and they're demanding 12%. And yeah, man, that union basically um, looks after 300,000 members. And they're basically saying, yeah, uh, they may they may look to actual um, actually striking. But what, what's crazy about that is um, obviously it depends when they do it. But a lot of people don't even think it's going to happen simply because if you're striking, who's looking after these kids? And a lot of kids come to school, and it, it sounds bad, but the the reality is for a lot of kids, it saves their lives, man. Yeah, they don't necessarily have the best parents, the best yeah. um, homes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so the government really needs to prioritize this and, and figure out a way. To um, give these teachers what they need. Are you saying the teachers won't strike because of the kids, or the the powers that be won't allow them to strike, so they'll give them what they want because of the kids? It's a bit a bit of both. Okay. I'm saying, but I think more so the powers that be. Yeah. But I guess it all depends if they actually believe the, the teachers will strike. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. They need to really show their hand quickly because yeah. school's back in three weeks. I think I think teachers have a lot of power in that regard because mm-hmm. when they strike, yeah. like, they'll like the powers that be will feel it. Hundred yeah. percent. They'll feel it. And they should strike on the first day of time. <laughs> All the parents yeah. drop the kids off. Right. Bedlam, mate. Imagine kids yeah. coming to school and then there's no teachers. Like, it's, it's, it's mad. Mayhem. What's going to happen? You're going to send all the kids home? Like, what's, That's the exactly. And yeah. parents are at their jobs. Like, it's yeah, a home. Yeah, yeah. And then now they've got to pay for um, childcare. Like, mm-hmm. It's going to be very chaotic. Yeah, kids roaming the streets. Like, it's yeah. the, the ripple effect. <laughs> yeah. Huge. What? Yeah, yeah, streets, man. <laughs> <laughs> what? They got that to do. No, you're not talking about. Do you not just get left unless the parents just duck out? Is They're that? not just gonna be walking around wondering like where the teachers have gone. They have to take the children back home. Mm. No, it's not. no, no, no. If you drop them, they, back... who's they? If you the parents, if I jump at the top of the, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about secondary school kids who go to school by themselves. Yeah, but the, primary, the parents mm. would know that school's not on. Oh, yeah, no, oh, yeah, I'm talking about the first day. I'm talking about the first day. In my head, I had the picture in my head in it where the kids went to school and there's no, no teachers. On day one, they, 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 they had to well, leave. That's what's annoying. I think they need to do surprise strikes. What? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's what I was... In my head, it was a surprise. Trust me, they give me that raise. All Listen, <laughs> the immediate effect that raise is being given. You All of you don't say anything. Within an hour. And then the 4th of September yeah. when the kids go to school, nobody goes in. Every All the parents go in there Nah, man. Within the hour, everyone's getting the entire nation. That would be chaos. Exact, and that's do you know because ah, oh, do you know what it is here? Sometimes I just think people striking in this country, you don't know how to strike. Yeah. No, but you give people advance notice. Mm-hmm. They have time to make things happen because you tell them you're not gonna you're gonna strike on this day. Do you know what's gonna happen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're gonna bring supply teachers. Yeah. And the supply teachers don't have a um. They're not full time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like it's like a contractual mm-hmm. as and when you're needed. Yeah. Hell of them are going to rise up and they're going to do that. Kids are going to do, you know, just 
worksheet stuff mm. for the day, for the two couple of days you're striking. Yeah, no, she's right. Listen, day, you're back to the same salary. On that day, the, the headmaster's scrambling. Think about <laughs> it. Kids, kids come to school at, at what time? About they start at eight mm, thirty. But kids get there a bit early, right? Yeah. So teachers coming coming when about two hours before the kids. Yeah. Mm. Headmaster's probably a bit earlier. Mm. The headmaster comes to school now. And he's, he's like, where's, where's everyone? <laughs> where's everyone? But he, he can't send out an email or call now. Everyone's at home getting ready to come in. Exactly. So he's at school just panicking now, thinking everyone's on their way and there's no teachers here. Do you know what's mad? It's yeah. like, he, because this is not even expected yet, yeah. he won't even panic straight away. Yeah. He will panic when the bell goes off. Yeah. The bell might not even go off, depending on who, 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 who yeah. the teacher strike the bell. He's, he's in his office but, calling teachers one by one, like, yo, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> because he will be in his office doing his work. Yeah. So he'll get lost in the time. Yeah. He'll just realize that the bell is gone it's assembly time but I just and hear kids everywhere kids, no who come out and be like why are you in the hallway yeah. going to your lesson they'll be like sir this isn't him yeah. mm. neither is missed this neither is sir this chaos by that yeah. up by 3pm all of your bank accounts is looking nice yeah. it, follow it, TDS advice <laughs> <laughs> that's the and you surprise nah strike do a surprise strike man that's what you need to do because you make that you give people crazy. time to to Prepare for stuff. But, Even that real stuff they do. You guys are serious. Like, no, but ready? the reason why is because, like, like you... <laughs> because I, I guess the union doesn't want to collapse the system, innit? You know what I'm saying? You just want your, your rise. So you give them time to actually come to you. Yeah. Sit at the table and discuss something. You know what I'm saying? And how many discussions have they had and how, how has it been fruitful? Yeah, but you're still trying to be fair. You know what I'm saying? But if, if, After how many you... years? I've been here about teachers striking since I was in secondary school. That was a long time ago. Yeah, but maybe they were getting the rises they deserve because they sat down at the table. All I'm saying is the and you have to rem- is rising. You have to remember also, exactly. You have to remember if, if teachers strike, they don't get paid. So how long can they stay at home for and no, not so get saying, their money? Wait, you they need one day. This doesn't have to be a week thing. I'm not saying, you know, use that to go on. Hot- Literally, mm. this is just one day. They will have pra- Boris Johnson, who's tapped out already. Mm. He's getting to work. Something's gonna happen. Yeah. Not not every teacher is part of a union, by the way. That's true. Yeah. Mm, there's always the weak ones. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of teachers will feel bad, man. They'll be like, "Nah, I can't do this." And do you know what? And do you know what? They're not just back in the things, Yeah, some some will, but you know, thinking back to my school days, some teachers didn't care. They didn't care. Mm, they'll definitely they'll definitely strike. <laughs> they're on it. They are on it because the first chance they have not to teach a class, they're loving it. Yeah. <laughs> if I wanted to strike somewhere, I'm gonna give them notice. That I'm gonna strike. So they can right. hire a temp while I'm while I'm striking. I'm like, out here walking the streets for nothing. And as a kid, you mm, you no. kind of you you might like the fact that they're striking. Oh, you definitely. I did. No I school. I've, yeah, that was good. I think mm. I've had. Has there been teacher strikes in history before? I don't remember. I don't so remember, I don't any, remember any. I don't remember any. I think I've had like, oh no, university, mm. at uni, them lectures were striking. Serious? Yeah, they've had strikes. in this country. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, there's been strikes in the universities. Yeah. Because we know what oh, they, they threatened. Do. Actually, yeah, they have. Because even my sister. I remember one time, like, she was acting the, the person that, um, her lecture or whatever, mm. like, are we getting the results? And then they were like, no. So basically, we're on a strike today. So um, it's delayed oh, by wow. a week, kind of thing. Yeah, I've definitely witnessed some educational strikes in my time. Right. What are the disadvantages of joining the union, by the way? For who? For anybody. As in, no, I mean, at, um, let's just for the see, member. Let's just, yeah, yeah, let's just see. We're talking about teachers now, the teaching. Space. I don't really see any disadvantage, you know. No, you have not, to pay to join a union. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do. How much? Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, will vary from you know, um, organization to organization. But let's just say about twenty, thirty pound a month. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, but um, there's there's more perks than not. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if, if you've got a strong, good union, they'll represent you. You know what I'm saying? Properly. Like, say your head, um, head teachers, I don't know, got some type of vendetta out for you or, or something. Or you made a mistake or, I don't know, little things that could escalate mm. without that union member, that union rep being there for you mm. kind of doesn't happen. I know you're not supposed to be discriminated against if it is that you're part of a union when it is you look up a yeah. new job, but does that yeah. happen kind of sometimes? Um, I don't... Maybe, but I don't think so because I feel like... Um, it's like commonplace now. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, mm. it's commonplace, man. Commonplace, 100%. Even like, if you go into like, for example, the railway industry and stuff, there's hardly any drivers or any people that work on the road that's not part of the union. Mm. It's like, it's just, it's the norm. You just, you know, qualify and you just start paying mm. to be part of the union. Mm. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Because again, they do more good than, um, for you as a member than, than harm. You know? Has so, yeah. You know the road strikers anyway, has anything come from that? They've got yeah. another one end of the month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one at the end of the month. Um, there was one on Saturday. Um, some some people are getting their rises though, but there's so many like uh, train operating companies. Oh, so sad. Yeah, so, so the strikes are doing something. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, well, I guess teachers, you can try it that way first. Mm. It doesn't work, I think. But some companies are more stubborn, man. Some some of them got enough money to free. But but this this the thing about um, unions and stuff, especially in um, train driving and stuff yeah. like that, right? Like it takes a long time to train somebody. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So you, you've got the company. You know what I'm saying by the balls, literally, man. Yeah, literally. Yeah. You know, because it's not, you, they can't get no bloody supply teacher. Mm. Yeah. So um, yeah. Um, the next thing is Johnson and Johnson's. I'm pretty sure all of us, you know, use Johnson and Johnson's. Well, our parents put it on us, uh, you know, baby powder and whatnot. Yeah. Mm. Um, basically, it's, it's been announced that they're going to stop making and selling the the baby powder around the world from next year. Yeah. And, and this is because. Johnson Johnson are facing tens of thousands of lawsuits from women who allege its talcum powder contained asbestos and has caused them to develop ovarian cancer. Yeah, I was going to say, about damn time they stopped that. Should have stopped it immediately, really. But mm. yeah, because I've heard stories about them being sued and, yeah. and the powder not being as fresh as one would yeah. I remember yeah, in school man. when we discovered asbestos, it was mad. So, <laughs> 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 so in the ceilings, we discovered there was asbestos in the seedings, didn't it? Mm. Obviously, we didn't know what it was. Mm. But then some of the seedings were coming undone and whatnot. So people, obviously, I, I went to a kind of unruly school, innit? So people are taking asbestos out of the seedings <laughs> oh and putting down people's backs, rubbing <laughs> on people's faces, and it became, obviously, asbestos causes yeah. the skin harm, innit? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was, it was unruly for a little bit, so. Oh, my gosh, yeah. that's mad. Kids, man. The, the things we survived. We could have actually sued, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's actually a good, a good lawsuit. And the, the white boys were the ones being attacked the most. Because obviously <laughs> their skin, yeah, mm-hmm. getting rashes and shit. And the very last thing is um, basically, as as we know, this whole crazy energy crisis. There's a lot of tariffs that's coming out now from these um, energy providers, mm-hmm. and people are complaining like crazy. Obviously, we know um, you know the costs are going up in it. Yeah. But for example, there's one guy who basically complained about the new tariff he's been offered. At the moment, he's paying 1864 a year, right? Which is high already, right? But um, British Gas emailed him saying, and they were recommending this thing, by the way, mm. saying, look, next year, this is the new tariff. Um, you can either stay on the variable rate or get a fixed tariff where obviously you just know how much you're paying for the year. Mm. Doesn't increase this time and third. You know, kind of like a normal mortgage tariff, for example, yeah? yeah? And they've offered him a tariff of 3600 
three. Th- this is twice as much. One eight was crazy already, but three thousand six hundred. And they say, look, take this and fix fix um your situation. And yeah, he's thinking, what? How? So yeah, this is what's happening to people, man. And um, yeah, people again are calling out to the to the government to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, this actually just came to my mind. Um, I remember Liz Trust was talking about. Remember um. Uh, we spoke about how um, every household would get four hundred pounds. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This trust is now saying, mm, people kind of earn a lot of money. Why are they getting the four hundred pounds? Mm. Obviously, a lot of the people, the the higher tax earners, a lot of them are conservatives. Mm. So it's looking like, is this really the lady that we want to kind of lead the party, mm. right? And um, yeah. So long story short, Sunak is looking like he has more of a chance now. Before it was looking very one sided. Um, they still need to obviously vote and decide. I think it's September 5th. But um, yeah, long story short, people are still complaining. They want the government to do something about it. So the next PM, that's going to be at the top of their their priority list. And yeah, man, that's it pretty much. Oh, also, sorry. Somebody wrote in and actually left some voice, voice notes. Mm-hmm. Just want to say to that person, you're not being ignored. His question was amazing. And... Like I was saying to, to Brent, I think we need to do it justice. Because um, it's the same guy that was um, asking if um, we think we're going to go into a recession oh, yes. or a depression. We oh, actually yeah. went into more detail, broke it down, and gave his reasons why he believes uh, a depression is imminent. So, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I want to tackle that properly, innit? So, yeah. Well, you yeah. let me know the date I'm going to strike on account of bad vibes. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's the end of the people's journey. All right, lovely. Oh, also, sorry, the teachers' salaries and stuff. Yeah. There's some website called Getting Getting Into Teaching, and it said, as a new teacher, your salary will be between £25,714 and £32,157. Where it says annual teacher pay scales for qualified teachers are in London. The minimum is 26948 and the maximum is 42624 when you've been teaching for 50, 50 mm. odd years. And the rest of England and Wales is twenty five thousand seven hundred and fourteen minimum, and then thirty six thousand nine sixty one maximum. But love all the teachers out there, man. Yeah, man. Pick so are doing a great thing. 100%. But yes, let's get into the rotation. All right, guys, welcome back to the rotation. Your weekly music breakdown. So we're going to get into um, some singles. Well, actually, two albums, two singles, Nicki Minaj, Tiger, Megan Thee Stallion, and The Game. So let's start with Nicki Minaj. Esther, I'm going to need you to be my co-host here. Did you listen to this you single? You know what's mad? I forgot. I forgot, yeah. Song. All right, so Nicki Minaj has a new single called Super Freaky Girl, which samples Rick James's hit Super Freak. Mm. Um, we, are we familiar with Super Freak by Rick James? Yeah. Yeah? You no? know damn well I'm not. No? <laughs> I'm sure... I'm sure You've heard the song before. Yeah, okay. You just don't know yeah. that that's the song you know, okay. you're hearing. Um, it's her fourth single of the year. So she's mm-hmm. kind of on a little spree right now. Following up from the two songs of a little baby, mm-hmm. Do We Have a Problem and Bussin, and also We Go Up featuring Fabio Foreign. So none of the singles she's released thus far, I believe, have garnered her the traction um, she needs to, you know, release an album. Agreed. I think I think that she's on a, I think Nikki's on a downward spiral. Like these four singles for me have shown that she, Something's not clicking. She ain't got it. She, she hasn't got it no more. Yeah. For her to, in this day and age, when people are releasing albums, it's normally like I don't know, one single, the album comes out, maybe two. This is her fourth <laughs> single. 
She's quick, got like seven tracks in, in the album. In quick succession. And none of them have garnered any type of success, yeah. any type of traction, numbers-wise, or even like charting-wise. So I think I think Nikki is kind of down, down bad right now. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so this is a fun song, comical song, aimed at a younger audience. Um, it's a decent use of the sample. Um, you know, the Super Freak sample, high energy. It's reminded me of Anaconda. Okay. Yeah. Remember Anaconda? Yeah. Because Anaconda is the same type of song where it samples an old hit. Mm. Um, that was sampling Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. Yeah. Right? So both songs to me, um, this song and Anaconda, kind of like parody song, it, yeah, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the, song, the song's cool. You know, it's, it's nice for it's nice for a one-off listen. Do you know Because when I heard the snippet, yeah. I knew I didn't like it already. Yeah. It sounded too messy and chaotic. And yeah. I was like, yeah, like, I don't know what she thinks she's doing with this, but it's not what you think you're doing. Yeah, yeah, Nikki. I'm not sure what space Nikki's in right now. She needs to this, quit. This is this is not it. To be fair, super freaky girl is it's, it's not it. I think she take a break here. Yeah, and then come back in a few years' time. Let's have some time to think. Yes. Yeah, yeah because I think if she takes a break, because mm. you know she's I, feel, I personally I don't know actually if you agree. Mm. I feel like she's tainting a legacy right now. She's yeah, she's tainting a legacy. The run she's on right now is is not great. It's not it. It's at not all. great. I'm not sure, you know, who's in her corner and what her camp is doing. But yeah. obviously, this song because it's a, a famous, famous sample, you get points off of it being recognizable. Yeah. Like people are gonna want to listen to it because of the sample. But yeah. when you take the sample away, it's like you know what it is as well. I feel like Nikki is older now, mm-hmm. and maybe she should start making more mature music. This is giving little girl. Mm. Is, I mean, it's yeah. given, it's given young, it's given immature. Can I add to that? Actually? I a feel like bit. she's trying to compete with the younger girls. Yeah. Because even with wireless, yeah, I don't believe her wireless set was how she had planned it. Because mm. remember the day before we'd had Meg, we'd had Cardi, we'd had yeah, City yeah. Girls. Yeah. I feel like she saw how Cardi especially performed, and stuff was changed. Because I'm hearing that she she got there late. Okay. As in that like, they were still sorting out her set and whatever. So you can tell that something had changed. And Nikki is very um. She's a perfectionist, especially when it comes to her shows. Yeah. She doesn't like to be late. She doesn't like any kind of mess. She doesn't like any kind of mic nonsense. She likes things to be perfect. Yeah. So for her to be late, and then it looked like she was like, she's like trying to twerk and do it. It's like, mm. it's not your brand. Like, you're trying to ask. I think, I, I think it's in the music as well. Yeah. She's trying to compete with like the whole City Girls kind of yeah. vibe. I think Nikki needs an evolution, man. She needs to yeah. transition um, and make more age-appropriate music, I yeah. guess. Um, you know, and not trying to compete with the uh, coil arrays in them. <laughs> not coil arrays. <laughs> but, but do you think if she's, um, for example, stays away for a couple of years, yeah. that'll be hard, even harder for her to get back in? I don't think so. I don't think she should, she should have a hiatus. I think she should just rebrand. Okay. Just stop making this kind of music. But you know what? Because I think, yeah, obviously as a former Bob, I feel like she rebranded now, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's been annoying me so much. Actually, I don't want to hear it. But if she went away, took some time out, a couple of years to be honest, mm. took some time out, yeah, worked on stuff, again, doing more yeah. stuff, that, that mature stuff, yeah. right? not being silly, and she dropped a sink and it's like, it's more of a, she's now, she can have a rollout of Nicki Minaj is back. Yeah. Puts out a proper, sensible, mm. listenable song. Yeah. That would create an anticipation. I might follow her back on Instagram. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm. But I think right now, if you do a rebound right now, I'm checking for it. Mm. You're annoying. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, this song doesn't make the rotation. This is this song. Yeah. This is not it. So it's a no. It's a no from me. All right, next we got Tiger, um, who's got a single called Sunshine featuring Janae Aiko and Pop Smoke. The song is a remake of Little Flip's 2004 hit of the same name. Are we familiar with that song, Sunshine by Little Flip? 
Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. He had a video for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tiger basically, he basically remade the song in it. I can't think of the song. Um, oh. This is his fourth, fifth single this year. I think Tiger seems to be more of like a single artist these days, just throwing out singles, yeah. singles, singles. I like that for him. Um, <laughs> the song is very nostalgic, um, very familiar. Um, it's more or less a carbon copy of his predecessor, to be fair. Same beat. Um, Tiger is even using some of Little Flip's bars. Mm. The chorus is exactly the same. So it's very familiar, very nostalgic. If you're from that one of some Park era, mm. then you'll definitely like the song. Um, summer vibes, army vibes, like I said, one of some Park type of vibes. Mm. It also pays tribute to Pop Smoke. So he's featured on the song as well. Um, I believe that this song was an old song that Tiger had in the cut. Because Pops, it's not like, I don't feel like they just put Pop Smoke's verse on the song. Okay. It sounds like Pop Smoke recorded his oh, verse really? oh, to the sounds... song. Yeah. And Pop Smoke died in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, Two years already. Yeah. yeah. 2020. So I'm sure Tiger's had this song in the tuck for a couple of years. Okay. Um, I think Tiger's a good. Yeah. Pay tribute to him as well. Yeah. Um, it's got a nice video as well. Nice video. Nice okay. throwback video. Um, Tigers went. Tigers went the throwback jerseys, and it's given. It's given 2004, 2003 type of vibes. You got a kid playing Pop Smoke in the video as well. Mm-hmm. At the end of the video, I think Pop Smokes. I think his mom and his brother have a little message oh, about. Really? I think like a a tribal organization mm. that is in Pop's name. So it's, it's a nice tribute mm. that Tiger played to Pop Smoke. So it was, it was cool still. Um, song's nice. I like the song. Obviously, I'm very familiar with the original. So. This is just like a continuation, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Janae, you know, great chorus. Uh, Tiger and Pop both delivered uh, decent verses. Even Little Flip makes a cameo in the video as well. Mm. A little cameo, which was a nice nice touch, nice uh, homage to him. Um, the only issue with the song is it's basically, it feels a bit lazy because it's, it's basically a remake. It's not mm. like Tiger put his own spin on it. Mm. He just basically just made the song again. Yeah. But just... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, obviously, he changed some of the bars, but he's using a lot of flips bars. Um, so yeah, but it's it's a it's a it's a nice song. It's a nice listen. Again, if you're from that era, 2004, uh, you'll definitely enjoy this one. So yeah, check it out. I'll say yes for the rotation. It's a nice, oh, nice. Nothing bad. Nothing bad to say about that song. All right, next we got Megan the Stallion. All right. Okay, so Hotties. Yeah, you listen. To, you listen to the album, right? I did. Nice. So she's back with. I was surprised. This is actually her second album. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's released a lot of projects, a lot of mixtapes. Yeah, kind of good news, I believe. Was last yeah, time. good news was her debut album that was mm-hmm. in 2020, and this is her sophomore album called Trauma Zine. I'm sure that's yeah how you pronounce it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 18 songs, 51 minutes long. You've got features on there from Key Glock, Lalo, Push Iesty, Rico Nasty, Janae Aiko, Lucky Day, Future, Dua Lipa. Um, all right. So obviously, I'm not a Megan Stallion fan yeah. per se. I listened to one of her projects some years back just to see what the hype was about. And mm-hmm. I liked her. I like her tenacity. Yeah. I like her ferociousness. I like her rapping style. Mm. I didn't necessarily like her content, though. Okay, her content yeah. is not really for me. It's mainly for you, for yes. y'all. See the girls, <laughs> right? So this album is like, you know, typical Meg style. High, high energy, mm-hmm. fast rapping flows, lots of drum-based beats, mm-hmm. melodies here and there. But the content is very similar to what we know of Meg. Yeah. I'm going to read out a few words that I've written down. No, some words. No receipts. Yes. So, sex, pussy, dick, boss mm-hmm. bitch, bravado, bragging, money, bad bitches, hoes, lame niggas. Eat it. Hot girls, <laughs> broke niggas, tricking. That's basically what her music's about. And that's all I got for 18 songs. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? There obviously yeah. a few little nuances here and there, but yeah. as a whole, those words I read out is what is what she's about and what she raps about, mostly. Do you know what? I can't decide yet whether... Because I don't think it was as sexual as Megan usually is, but I don't know because I'm used to it. I don't know if I'm desensitized. Or, do you get what I mean? You know what it is? The album cover and the name gave off an air of, oh, this was going to be some type of reflection or... Because mm. the album's called Trauma Zine. I don't know what yeah. that means, but we know what trauma means, right? Yeah. And the album cover is basically three Meg faces. One looks very somber and reflective. One looks like she's screaming. The other looks like she's making a screw face. So it was given, okay, we're about to get some insight some into... Some moods, yeah. Yeah, some, this is three different Meg moods. We're about to get some insight into, you know, how she's feeling right now. Obviously, with what's been happening with her in the last couple of years with the whole Tory case. Some insights in there. I, there was still some, some jabs. Nah, it wasn't a jab. It was very direct. She said, I feel like Biggie. We all know who shot me. Yeah, that was uh, very direct. There was there was there was some 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 Tory lines in there for sure. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm I'm happy you've, you've come with the receipts there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but as a whole, I just feel. Also, I was listening to another pod actually, and they made me realize one thing that I was thinking about as well. Because mm-hmm. I was listening to, I was thinking, one, where's the single? Plan B. Like no, but where where is it? I don't see it. It's not like... Oh, 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 you mean like... Yeah, I don't feel like this album was pushed. Was going to stand up from this. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think this album was pushed. I don't feel like there was much marketing behind it. I feel like they just pull it out. There was no real mm. build-up. There was no real roll-out for me anyway. I didn't, is there a video for Plan B? Was Plan, yes. was it Was it pushed? Was it... Plan B is defi- definitely was pushed. Did it, did it even gain much traction? It kind of did, but you have to kind of know Meg. Okay. It's okay. not in like the... I think because we've like... You know of like WAP and yeah. um Savage. Yeah. It hasn't no other single has kind of reached that yeah. that height. Yeah. But I will say plan B was definitely a single, especially like during um I remember, you know, when the Rover swayed in America as well. She had a show after that, changed some of the yeah. lyrics. And even when I was at Wireless as well, she's kind of changed some of the lyrics where it's kind of like don't tell us what to do with our bodies kind of vibe. Yeah. But I think, yeah, if you're used to mega, if you're if you know, obviously you know WAP, you know of yeah. Savage. Yeah. There's no single like those were. Yeah. Because I was shocked that Plan B was even on here. Okay. I didn't okay. think it would be. Okay. All right. Yeah. What's your what's your thoughts on the album though as a whole? I really liked it. Yeah. I think um I saw some very harsh things online before I listened to it and I thought, oh yeah. crap. But since I thought I'm actually, I really really like this. Um I kind of get the three moods thing. Mm. I think it's it's reflective of the order of the album, in my opinion. Okay. I feel like it starts off very like da, 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 like very how Meg is. Yeah. Um I kind of got a bit of hip hop vibes in there as well. Yeah. But I think as it got towards the end, mm. it was quite sad. Okay. Because she's about, you know, losing friends and all that stuff, which obviously we know as well from the Tory case. Yeah. About the Tory stuff, she lost one of her best friends, yeah. you know, all that stuff. She's obviously lost her both her parents as well, lost her mom. So it was kind of I did one of those, I think it was anxiety. She's talking about, you know, you should write a letter to her mom. So yeah. I feel like she tapped into her emotional side, which you don't typically get with Meg. Okay. So I feel like it's kind of that's why I feel like it's not like the popping pussy kind of album that we usually get. I feel like she did touch into her emotional side and kind of expressed more about how it is that she's been feeling and how she's kind of and her mood changed and I think towards the end again it kind of gets into that I've been feeling sad whatever but yeah. I'm still a bad beat kind okay. of thing. I really like it I'm glad I'm you listened to it, to it I think a lot, of what, a lot of what you just said is probably lost on me Yeah, because I don't really listen to her and yeah. I feel like because I already have a stigma attached to yeah. what I think she's about those Keywords that I just read out, they're, they're just popping out to me. I'm yeah. just hearing, I'm thinking, okay, this is typical Meg, whatever. Whereas you're saying you're hearing the more mm-hmm. reflective side yeah, of yeah. it because obviously you're more invested yeah. in it. Which well, it's weird though because some people don't like it because yeah. of the fact that the reasons why I like it, some people don't like it because of that. They're like, yeah. Meg, this is not what we wanted from you. And yeah. this sounds like blah, blah, blah. But 
I like when I can get more into how an artist is feeling. Yeah. Like emotionally. Stuff, yeah. However. I liked it. And also, I feel like her, do you feel like her style changes on songs where she's being more reflective? Yeah. Or is it still kind of high energy, kind of? I think or it, she, changes. it changes a little bit. It, it sounds like she's talking. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I think usually, yeah, I, I would say it changes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, my first song off the album is Miss Nasty. Mm. Um, I really like the melody. I really like the vibe on it. I like the beat. Mm. Um, do you have a favorite song? Um, I really like. I like NDA. Okay. I love the one with um, Janae. Yeah. And because it's Plan B, like I love, but that's because I knew of it as a single anyway yeah. beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I like Anxiety just because that's the reflective one. Yeah. Like yeah, we get the feelings. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, does this make your rotation? Will you be spinning this album again? Yeah, I'm going to the gym today. It's my album of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't, but it's definitely a gym album. But to be fair, remember when we were talking to Margot so yeah. he was like, oh, how when he listens to albums like this, he just kind of skips through. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually listened to this album twice all the way through. Really? That's good. Yeah. I said something. Yeah, yeah for real. Yeah. Beyonce, I think. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a bad listen. Like, yeah, it's not a bad listen. It's not a bad listen. Like, I can listen to this in the gym. I can mm-hmm. listen to this while I'm driving. Yeah. Um, because the beats are the beats are good. Mm-hmm. She raps well. Yeah, it's just the content. Mm. It's just the content yeah. that I, I don't really f- favor. Yeah. But it's not bad beats. It's not bad rapping. It's just the content. It's not, it's not really for me. Mm. Um, but yeah, shout shout to Meg man. All right, next we got the game. All right, he released his tenth studio album called Dramatic Heart versus Minds, uh, first album since 2019's Born to Rap. All right, the game is really trying to. Give me homework because this weekend was hard. Thirty-one songs, mm. yeah, thirty-one songs, which include a ten-minute diss track to Eminem. Which I'm not gonna, spe- I'm not gonna waste you guys' time on that. Uh, please, game spare us. We, kept it. we don't care about your grievances with Eminem. Uh, the album is two hours long, one hour. That's mad. And fifty-nine minutes to be exact. <laughs> All right, uh, let me get to the features because there's a lot of those. Uh, Ice T, Kanye West, Fabio Foreign, um, NBA Youngboy, YG, Ty Dolla Sign, Roddy Rich, Jeremiah, Pusha T, Two Chains, Little Wayne, G Herbo, uh, Kanye again, Drizzy, uh, Twista, Jeremiah again, French Montana, Tory Lanez, Meek Mill, Moneybag Yo, Blast, ASAP Rocky, Cameron, Big Sean, Blueface, Nipsey Hustle, and that song for some reason the Nipsey song is not available to listen to. It's just there. On a track list, but you can't, you can't play it. Is it your region? Do you reckon? No, nah, I heard that's happening everywhere. So why is that there? I'm not sure. Maybe it didn't get cleared in time. I don't know, but um, it's there. But you can't, you can't, can't play it. Uh, Rick Ross, Chris Brown, Chloe Bailey, and Cassie. So typical game fashion. A lot of features in there. And in terms of producers, there's a lot of producers, but I'll just name a few notable ones. Sorry, notable ones. Mm. Hit Boy, Timberland, Swiss Beats, DJ Premier, London on the track, Kanye. DJ Mustard, Mike Zombie. That's just to name a few. Also, uh, one thing I like about the album is he samples a lot of, um, you know, I would say 2,090 hip-hop songs. Okay. So he's got a song that samples Jay-Z's Change the Game, another song that samples Bone Fogs and Harmony, Fuggish, Ruggish Bone, another song that samples Mob Deep, Getaway, and then another song that samples Jay-Z, Money Cash Hoes. Jay-Z, Somehow, Someway, Janet Jackson, uh, Got Till It's Gone, and then SWV right here. Um, so I love that element of the album still. All right, the album itself. <coughs> Excuse me. It's a good album. It's a good album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too long, though. 
it's far too long. It's it's difficult. It's difficult to listen to albums that that long. Um, you almost got to listen to it in parts. But I listened to it twice. That's four hours of my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like good beats, good production. Like the game can rap, so I don't need to you know dissect his rapping. Like the game can rap. Mm-hmm. You know he does what you expect. He name drops a million times per song because that's what the game does, right? Mm-hmm. He lets you know who he knows, who's been hanging around with. Like everything is about other people. Um, I feel like. The album would have been better if it was shorter. He's, he's even got a whole interlude with Drake. It's called Drake with the Braids. So Drake's actually on the album. Drake with the Braids? The album, it's a Drake interlude. About, it's Drake telling game, oh, sorry, I'm too busy to make a song for this album, but I'll get you next time. <laughs> so one more time, come again. The, it's, a, it's an interlude called Drake with the Braids. So it's a voice note or like a voice, uh, what's it called? What's that old school thing called? A voicemail. Oh, yeah, voicemail. Yeah. Of Drake telling the game, yo, Chuck, man, I've been busy, man. You know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm all over the globe, da, da, da. I ain't got time to give you a verse for this album, but hopefully I can hit you up next time. That's that's it. That's it. It's, but it's kind of, it's like a two-minute voice note of just Drake talking. Okay. Um, I hope Drake has released that. Yeah. Um, I love the use, obviously, because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a hip-hop head from, you know, 2000s, 90s. The samples that he used for me were sick. Like, Mob Deep, Getaway, I love that song, so... To hear that sample was great. Money Cash Holes was great as well. Um, and yeah, no, the album, the album, it's, it's, a, it's a solid effort. I just think it was too long. It was too long. And then the Eminem diss track, I don't even understand where the beef is coming from. If I'm honest with you. Yeah, I was going to say that. Is, is this public beef? Did you know about this? Or? You know, the game, the game is one of them people where he does anything for publicity. Yeah. Like he will, he will reprise his beef with G-Unit 50 Cent a million times as long as it gives him traction. Mm-hmm. I was going to say even shout out Nightfall because when you were talking he was saying I bet the game um, name drops and then when you said it, he goes knew it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the song yeah I don't I don't I don't get I don't and normally I'm I stay afloat of what's happening. I don't know yeah. why he's beefing Eminem but the game's been beefing everyone in his old circle for time and every like Dre and 50 whatever whatever like he was moaning that Dre never bought him out of the Super Bowl um, I think well, I think it stems from them a little that a little bit as well. Oh, is that okay? Because he feels that. Oh, Eminem was why, there. Why Why didn't Dre bring me out? Why did he bring out Fifty M or whatever? What song does? Was, what, what's the most popular game song? Um, it's just the game. He's my popular song. It's yeah. got a lot, man. Um, yeah, how you. How yeah. we do? How we um, do yeah. Hey, you love it. One blood. Oh yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Oh, One yes, blood was yes. a big one as well. Mm. Um, could okay, get far. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a lot of okay, stuff. Okay, I was gonna say if they brought, if they did bring him out, what are you gonna sing, sir? Well, hey, your yeah. love and memory is on the as, on the remix as well. Yeah, the remix is So yeah, no, it's a good album. I think it's it's just too long. It's too long. If he condensed it down to maybe fifteen songs, it would have been solid. There's, I feel like there's a lot of filler, but it's not. I'm impressed though. I'm impressed to make thirty-one songs mm-hmm. of this quality. Yeah. Like, there are no bad songs. Really? Mm. No, the songs are all good. Okay. It's 31 songs of good music. It's just too much music. Yeah. Mm. That's all it is. And I believe when with albums, they need to be a bit more well curated, a bit more short, a bit more concise, a bit more to the point mm. um, for it to be a more easy listen. And I think when you put out two hours of music, it just feels like a bit like a compilation. I think he wanted a, a double album though. Because you know, all, all the legends yeah. have made double albums. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think like he, no, no, no. He made a double album. Oh, he didn't? Um, the documentary too. Was a, 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 was a double album, but that was oh. marketed as a double album. Whereas this is yeah, not. This is yeah. just. This is one album, one CD, thirty-one songs. Mm. 
Mm. But if this yeah. was, if I this, think it's for the, the streaming um, aspect of it. Yeah, mm. Kanye West did the same. Thing yeah, and Drake and Chris Brown does it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for streaming. If you want to get, just, your, yeah. you want to get streams up. The more songs you have out there to to be streamed, the better. Mm. Yeah, because when you were saying about two hours, I thought, oh, I wonder if um, Chris Brown did that. So I was doing my Googles and I was, I'm gonna keep quiet. Yeah, because Chris was at like two hours and thirty nine minutes. Remember, if this was being released, I listened to it on CD mm. in the shops, it would be a double it's album about, yeah. because oh yeah, one disc is what. 80, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, maximum. So you can't even release this mm-hmm. on two albums anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm on it anyway. Um, favorite songs on there for me: "Start from Scratch 2 which is a sequel from "Start from Scratch," which is on the first album. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one samples my beats. "Get Away," "A Father's Prayer" is dope. Talking about his kids. That song was the beat is cold on that one. And then "Money Cash Clothes" with ASAP Rocky, which is the one that samples Jay Z's "Money Cash Clothes." Those are my three favorites so far. Um, what I'm going to do is, this makes my rotation, what I'm going to do is I'm going to condense this album down. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make a playlist of my favorite 15 songs of the album. Mm. Okay. And that's going to be my, I'm not going to listen to this again in two hours. In, I'm not going to listen to this again in its two hours format. Yeah. It's impossible. Um, anyone else listen to it? Brent, did you listen to it? Um, halfway through. Yeah. See, look at them. Halfway through. Yeah, because <laughs> I have me to the gym, that's why. Okay, okay. Yeah. You, man? No, I've not listened to it. No. I was literally um, just started his uh, drink champs today. He was literally okay. getting into the story about why he's not at the Super Bowl. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, yeah, but yeah, I plan on going to gym today. So, hopefully. Yeah, no, guys, if you need something to listen to in the gym, listen, this this, this can be your whole entire workout. Like, mm. press play when you enter and don't leave the gym until it finishes. A nice two hour, <laughs> two hour workout. <laughs> A nice solid two hour You're workout. Working, on, working out on the dress. Yeah. <laughs> um, do check out, though. Do check out. One song I found quite interesting actually was um, the last track, which is it's called Universal Love, which features Chris Brown, Janae Aiko, and Cassie. And it samples two songs in one. Mm. So it samples Janet Jackson's uh, Gone Till It's Gone mm. and SWV right here together. It's wow. kind of a, it doesn't work that well because mm. the SWV part is the chorus and Chris Brown sings it. It's kind of disjointed. Mm. Also, actually, that's something I forgot to mention. Some of the samples sound a bit dis- disjointed because the song starts off on the original beat and then the sample comes in a bit later on. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think I feel like even though because I know the samples, like instantly I recognize it, so it, it feels good to me. Mm. But when I actually try to break it down, yeah, some of the the way the producers done it, it could have been done a bit better. Mm. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, it could have been done a bit better. I listened to the Chris Brown one. Yeah, I love Chris Brown on a, um, it was SWV, wasn't it? Yeah, SWV right here is the sample of the chorus, but the actual song is sampling Janet Jackson's Gone Till It's Gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to listen to it. I love um, Chris Brown on a sample. Yeah. So yeah, that's it for me this week, guys. Um, I'll be back next week. Mm, really had homework, boy. Mm. No, listen. You know what it is, yeah? <laughs> I feel like I've got literally three days to listen to as much music yeah. as I can. Because I listen to more music than I review. So I listen mm-hmm. to stuff and I'm like, you know what? Do I want to talk about this now? Mm. Because there's more, like Fabulous had a single. I thought, nah, I don't want to talk about that. Um, YG had a single as well. Mm. Do you know if YG's got Britney Ren- Renner pregnant? Mm. Maybe. Because he's got a new single called Toxic. Wow. And he has mm. two album covers for it. Two single covers. One of the covers, like that girl, Britney Renner, do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know who Britney You know the one who's always, she's um, always on podcasts, chatting, chatting, chatting. Mm. I know. Basically, she's pregnant on the cover. Mm. And he's bending down, kissing her stomach. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, apparently she's pregnant. She's pregnant. Yeah, by him. Possibly. Alright, cool, cool question. 
Imagine. Yeah. Would you take a picture bent down kissing a woman's stomach that has a baby in it that's not yours? No. <laughs> I thought, no. <laughs> no, hear me out, hear me out. Because it was on a single cover with the whole, it was it was used as a single cover. Yeah, and it can be fair so to I thought, I thought it was publicity. Yeah, it could be a photo shoot as well. Isn't that a fair assumption if it's used as a single cover with the parents' what advisory sticker there? Like... No, Emmanuel said he wasn't sure if it is that's his child. I'm, I'm asking him, would he flip and take a picture oh, okay. kissing a woman's belly? And and also, you know what it is? No offence, but obviously with Brittany Renner's, how can I say it? Her image and what she's about, I was surprised that he would, you know, uh, yeah. not, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> I mean what? Because she is about? He wouldn't claim her? No, not claim her. He wouldn't do his due diligence in terms of not getting her pregnant. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying having sex with her is fine, but... Yeah, sorry, what are you saying? I don't understand what you're saying. I'm trying to understand. I'm saying considering her history and her track record and kind of what she is about or what she appears to be about... I'm Can you su- give us a little context? I don't know who this woman is. I'm sorry someone's more about she's her. She's just than like me. one of these like just I, I to me she's just like one of the American babies who are, I'll be honest with you, I, I can't keep up with the American the girls coming out of America anymore. I can't. They're all just baddies. That's all that she's she looks like a baddie. Is she like superhead? What's she, superhead? She's giving me superhead vibes. And What's she she wrote a book. What's superhead? Superhead man, you're superhead. I said I don't know. What is it? She um Super She, she her name is uh Karen Karen Stephens. She yes. was a Video model from the nineties. No, not nice. Sorry, I'm, she was a I'm, service I'm, I'm provider, right? From two thousands. As in, like, and she jobs. she wrote a tell-all book about her escapades in the industry, sleeping with rappers. And yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um. Okay. With Britney, anyway. Um. She had a story up and, and it said, "At YG, you are the father." Mm. <laughs> so I'm saying that, and she it was a picture of her in a bump, and oh. it says, "You are the father." Okay, so I guess he is the father. Yeah, I guess so. Congrats to YG. Hmm. That's it. Oh, you you know um I sent you a track. Oh yeah, yeah. is that so. new? Let me see. So I forgot to even listen to it. I wasn't, I wasn't even sure if it was me, but also shout out to everyone who's sending me um oh requests for rotations. Just make sure that what you're sending me is new. Like I'll listen to whatever you send me because you, you're telling me it's good, good music. But whether or not I'll review or not depends on if it's new or not. So just bear bear that in mind. Um, Sorry, I've got more updates yeah. on the Brittany Renner. It was a photo shoot. I told you, it was fake, innit? Yeah, she's not pregnant. I, t- I was going for her Instagram. I was thinking, your buddy's Brent, it was it's too random. Uh, I'm not understanding what's happening here. Emmanuel was surprised because he was asked, Do you think that's the father? And, I, and he was like, Maybe. I'm like, but why would you kiss her tummy if the, baby don't, the baby's not yours? Especially you're just an active godfather. <laughs> Brent, you know how wild that is for a godfather <laughs> to kiss the stomach of the yeah, if the dad is not about the the oh godparent. My goodness, yeah. that's that's crazy. I don't see why not. No, that's crazy. <laughs> not my belly though, but I don't see why not. Um, emails. I think well, it's came out this year. I'm not sure if it's new or not. Okay. Bit, yeah, because like I just went on Spotify yesterday and I just saw it there. Oh no, here it no, it came out. Um, it is new. Um, August tenth. Okay. Yeah. Who is it? Uh, Simba. Featuring Pusha T. Yeah. Oh, okay. As in the UK Simba? I don't know if Simba is. No. Simba has got the one. I just read his name. No, 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 no. It's, oh, okay. Um, it's an American guy. Oh, okay. So how was the track, Emmanuel? Yeah, it was sick, man. It was sick. Obviously, I'm not missing rotation, am it? 
<laughs> would you put it in your rotation, sir? Yeah, I would, 100%. Why? Pusher killed it. The beat transitions, amazing. Um, I was trying to figure out, like, you know, where Simba comes in because they kind of sounded a bit similar. But um, but yeah, both of them did a sick job on the, on, on, on the track. And it was, it was kind of one of those... I don't want to say it was kind of like a reminder of, um, you know, hip-hop in the 90s and that type of thing because it was kind of like the type of beat Pusher like would be on even in like 2022 you know what I'm saying so but it was kind of nostalgic and kind of hard it was kind of it reminded me of like RZA uh, kind of mixed with Kanye West and you know what I'm saying like yeah it, it was sick it was sick the question I think is a good question mm. Mm. is there a Spotify playlist with all the rotations you do no um, and if there was it would only well could it be up? Could you do this, play this with albums and singles? It just have to be singles, right? Yeah, just singles, right? Yeah. yeah, but then you haven't really had many albums that be on the line. Yeah. Uh, no, well, the answer is no, there isn't. I think we've had this question before and Brent was supposed to do it. I think if you, even if you have albums, if you don't want to put whole albums there, I just select your favorite. Yeah. Albums, yeah. Mm. All right, there isn't, but we can, we can look at that. that. Understand yeah. everything is being ruled out very, very soon. You guys will know about it. Don't worry. Keep giving us ideas, though. Well, have, keep, have you been keeping track of all the songs I've been mentioning? No, you, you got, I'm gone? just talking about no the pad. creation of this playlist. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to I wanna even have a space where they can suggest things for us to basically check. Hence the community being up and running. But like I said, next week, we're going to walk through all of this very, very clearly. Yeah. Okay. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Yes. You guys know we have daily segments. Um, today was the rotation. Tomorrow we've got Asking for a Friend. And Wednesday, Wellness Wednesday. Thursday, Work or Joke. Friday, Sis, what would you do? If you would like to send voice notes in, questions, whatever it might be, 075-6484-1073. TDA submissions at thenewblack.com. Black is with an X. That's that email. If you would like to come get in touch that way. Do let us know what segment it's for. Um, and yeah, well, let's get into our last bit of headlines for the day. <laughs> Okay, so last headline, like I was saying earlier, it's kind of in line with what, uh, are you the Oracle now? I'm Oracle-less. <laughs> okay, Oracle-less. Oracle I'm going off his vibe. You shake your head at me. <laughs> I'm just saying you guys want to steal my title, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's true, but it's teamwork. Makes the true. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> younger, younger Oracle. That's it. Younger Oracle. Okay, younger Oracle. <laughs> and basically, it's about um, schools actually considering a three or four day week. They're wilding. So basically... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you that. So teachers are considering implementing a three-day week um, at schools as they struggle to deal with booming energy costs and staff salaries rising faster than their budgets will allow. Across the country, school heads are holding crisis meetings with trustees and the board of governors over the summer holidays as they plan um, ahead. The Telegraph reported that teacher pay rises set to be awarded in September will add another pressure on schools already straightening finances. Energy costs in some areas are predicted to rise by 300%. The chief executive of one of the leading, leading academy trusts in the country said, shorter school days, fewer after-school clubs and enrichment opportunities and draconian restrictions on energy usage will become a reality for all trusts and the situation is particularly challenging for smaller trusts and standalone schools. This is not a plaintive plea of poverty, nor is it the usual begging bold moment ahead of a spending review. This is some serious stuff. 
funding per pupil in England dropped by 9% between 2010 and 2020. Although the government promised an additional £7 billion for school budgets in England by 2024, the Institute for Fiscal Studies has warned that spending per pupil will still be lower than 2010 in real terms. Dr. Robin Bevan, who's the headmaster of Southend High School for Boys in Essex, said if a four-day week is not already being planned, it will certainly be considered by some schools. In the absence of long overdue above inflation investment in school funding, it will become a realistic prospect sooner rather than later. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's take this one. <laughs> if they do this year, that means because of the living costs and whatever, yeah. parents who work, they can't afford childcare on Fridays, for example, or Mondays, which regardless of whichever, mm-hmm. depending on which one, which day they decide to go for. Do you get what I mean? So mm-hmm. that just makes it all, all difficult. Yeah. You're waving at them. Did that fall off my head? No, one of the things. Oh. Yeah, do you get me? It makes it dif- it makes it difficult because even then now, mm-hmm. that's a lot of confusion for the parents. Do you know I have I have, I have another brilliant idea to add mm-hmm. to the super strike thing or the surprise strike? But it's not about super striking. This year, mm-hmm. if they do three or four day um what's it called? Week weeks and um, school days, yeah. School weeks, they I think they should get parent and um, volunteer parents. Okay. Because not all parents work. Or, yeah, get volunteer parents to come in the school and so kids can still be dropped off at school, mm-hmm. but you've got the parents watching them basically for the day. <laughs> so, I don't so, know you're laughing because I didn't see you come with an idea. <laughs> What's your mouth, boy? <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Because what's, what's, what are parents going to do? Where? And they have to go to work. Mm. Do what they're doing yeah. in, in like a Monday, just leave us. Ourselves at home. It's and, illegal and now. T- tell us, tell it's us, illegal back then, but and, and tell us, <laughs> tell us not to answer the door. <laughs> <laughs> the entire nation knows the kidnapping is going to have a field day because they know the parents are gone and they've told every child to open the door. Well, I mean, even that's a good idea, you know. I can't lie to you. I think have parent volunteers who can do these things and, or like, even if they rotate it in a way where, okay, this week, actually, no, because you're still in life. I don't know, maybe year five's coming, year six is coming. There's ways around this. Mm. So would you leave your children with people that you don't know? <laughs> Listen, the advice I give you applies to myself. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. My kids will go and play with their cousins. I don't even know if my kids are going to go to school. Let me have this might be homeschooled because the way the system is going, I don't think I can trust that. So no, personally, I wouldn't. Mm. But I'm just trying to, I'm trying to help the parents because what parents are going to do? Mm. Childminders, isn't it? Who? Childminders. They can't afford it. They can't afford the, the energy bill. Or find a neighbor who doesn't work and just... That's how kids get kidnapped. Yeah. Well, have you been left with anyone before? With a neighbor? Anyone? Neighbor, child minor? No. Mm. No. If anything, I've just got my cousins. I have quite a few cousins too. <laughs> Esther pulled an E, man. What are they? What's that? Someone is Esther pulled an E, man. I know you're not talking about me in the comments. You guys are advice you want to yourself. <laughs> I, I knew it, you know. <laughs> Like when Esther said that, I just thought, mm. sounds, there's, there's, no need for, there's no need for me to bring this back in. It must have been itchy for it. It must have been dying for it. But Miss Amberson cleared it for me. <laughs> Don't be you in your burner account. You probably got, you must have probably got someone working outside the hills. But um, I think that's a good idea, personally. I don't know about you guys, but I don't think you agree, but I think that's a good idea. Because what are parents really going to do? They can't afford normal life, right? How are they going to afford their kids staying at home three days as well? You know how cheeky that one is? Three days. 
sorry. <laughs> Somebody said, yeah. Some parents never even passed Key Stage 3. <laughs> That's rude, man. First of all, Ebony, I didn't say teach them. I just said just watch the kids. I'm like, teaching your kids at home is wrong, man. Bro, it's not. During lockdown, it was like, I my little sister, yeah, I said, yeah. I, like, I said, nah. The thing is, that's when you realize that like, your parents ain't as smart as you think. <laughs> or at least at least they're not academically smart as you think. I mean, life lessons and that they can give you, but in terms of like this maths right here, or this science, <laughs> they ain't got a damn. They ain't got Scooby. Not a Scooby. Google the team. Yeah, 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 come on. You think my dad could teach me how to? Nah. My mum, nah. I don't know if you guys remember, yeah, years ago, yeah, Drea was dragged by her, lo- like the last thread on her bra. Online because she said basically, yeah, she's sick of teaching her son stuff. She's like, I'm tired of him coming to me asking about homework all the time. That's why you have a teacher, that's why you go to school. And I was like, I can't lie, I get it. I don't want to teach my children anything. I don't, I'm not, no, I I'm don't not, yeah, I'm not a teacher. I don't want mm. to help them with homework. Mm. I don't, I don't. Sorry, homework should be what you already learned in school. No, homework, <laughs> no, no, helping with homework. I don't, but I don't want to take over as the teacher, as mm. in homeschooling. I don't want to do homework. I don't. You're a lazy mom. I don't mind. You're a bad mother. I don't mind. I'm going to be a day party. Homework. I don't care. Why am I doing it? I've left school. If I could, if I was so great at this, yeah, I'd be a teacher myself. I'm not. So your daughter comes, mommy, I need help with this. You're going to say, go Are away. You silly. Why did you not learn that school? Go and talk to your dad. No, it's homework. Homework covers what you've already done in school. Yeah, but they're stuck. So I don't have to pay they're attention stuck. for you. They're stuck. What are you stuck on? So what, you, you were perfect that? all throughout school. You didn't need any help. I actually didn't. You didn't any help. I not promise once. I didn't. You didn't well, any help. My mom was not the be- the babe to go to for help. Mom was very very. <laughs> so you you, you never you never home stumped. No, but to be fair, I had a tutor as well at one point. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I so paid you were coming school. from a place of privilege. You had a tutor. Not everyone can afford a tutor, Esther. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. But my mm-hmm. tutor didn't always help with my homework either, though. That was just a bonus. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people get tutors because they're so far behind the rest of the people. No, it's because I was so ahead, they wanted to be extra ahead. <laughs> Actually, no, no, let's, let's, let's analyze that. Super ahead. Your, your, your tutor was because you... Was, oh my gosh! Was it a tutor because you were behind? <laughs> you see. You were behind, didn't it? No, I was, I wasn't. So you, like, you guys are so disgusting. I am your sister in Christ. I ignored whatever sexual yes, please, joke you made. Because that is so mad. <laughs> Like I'm that. striking tomorrow. <laughs> I like that. Bars. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Okay, so this is when I when I lived in Nigeria, right? Mm. So you know Nigeria, the Nigerian mentality is that you're obviously like you're a smart kid, whatever, mm-hmm. but it's like you could be even smarter. Yep. So I didn't have a tutor because I was behind or anything like that. It's just yeah. it was one of our like extracurricular activities. So we did like different, like I we did we had swimming, yeah. I had piano lessons. Mm-hmm. So Having a tutor was just one of the thing, the extra things I did outside of school. Yeah, okay. So with my homework, like I do my homework and then, because I had tutor homework and I have like my normal school homework. Mm. And then I do my normal school homework. Obviously, I do my tutor homework. But then she would just go over my mm. normal school homework. But So it wasn't because like I was that dumb or anything. I'm a very smart babe. No, you guys set me up on here, but I'm a very I'm a smart babe. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. Mm. I'm on AMFs and all sorts. So. What's, what's, what's the GCSEs? Um, so I got A maths, a bunch of B's, a few C's where I couldn't bother to try. Mm. I was beating my geography teacher, so I got bumped down. You picked geography? Yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed geography. And then I had this woman who was just a witch. She was honest and nuisance. Mm. Like, I really could not stand her. And I was doing so well at geography. 
But when she became my teacher, I just couldn't bother anymore. And then I got moved down to foundation. I was like, I don't, it's fine anyway. Like, you can't do foundation and get actually no. Hey, your GCC is only like 10 years ago. Fresh. GCC, yeah, because I graduated uni five years ago, mm. 2017. Mm. Yeah, I went to uni 2014, 6 on 2012. Yeah. Yeah. I started 6 on 10 years ago. Wow. Such a baby. Young buck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember my, my results. You know. Don't lie, man. You remember, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, obviously I excelled, didn't it? But I just everyone always does. I remember I got a D though in French. My my my, my worst one was history. I got a D, but I got A star in my mock exam. Mm. Oh, that's worse. Yeah, it wasn't you doing I was livid, but I was, I'm convinced my my tutor my teacher made the mock exam easy. Do you know what's mad? Mm. I got yeah, that's the worst. I got I, I got I got ninety eight percent. When I got a, yeah, but was, when I went to the when I, when I went to the real exam, I'm not gonna lie. Everything I expected to be in the paper wasn't in the paper. Yeah, I was yeah. livid. Do you know how bad that is? I remember that happened. So <laughs> I was really good at history. Yeah? yeah, like I didn't have to try. Mm. I'd get B. I was really good at history. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I went, when I did the AS level, I thought, yeah, I could go in the same yeah. same vibe. Yeah. The way that you hit me, I got at you. You got you. Unclassified. This is this is this is this is. Do you know this what is, you get um, for This you? is unprecedented. You literally, <laughs> if you don't shut for the exam, you wait, 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 wait. Because I was having this conversation the other day with someone. <laughs> I was saying, to get a U, you obviously didn't attempt anything. Right. So basically, I'm telling you what it was. So you know how with A-levels, I don't really have the capacity to learn everything. Yeah. I've got to pick and choose. So especially with like, I think we were AQA, like you, there's patterns to the, to the questions. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I was so lazy. I was like, mm, I kind of know a bit of everything. Like, I wouldn't get stuck. Yeah. But I remember I was like, okay, the essays I'm going to focus on yeah. was like prime ministers. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Margaret Thatcher. Mm-hmm. I reckon I was going to come up. So I was so lazy with it. Mm. I was like, yeah. I went in there, yeah. My section had nothing to do about Margaret. Mm. It was a prime minister I didn't care to know anything about. <laughs> I literally said, oh, dear. <laughs> You brought the family shame. So, with that, what I with did that then, so, what I then, because you know, like with, with the um, exam boards, yeah, yeah. OCR and AK Weapon, yeah. each school has like different er- er- like areas that they focus on, right? Yeah. So, I, I was sitting through the, the book, like my question paper. Yeah. Then I saw Margaret Thatcher mm. in another section. Yeah. It was a section I've never learned about. Like, we never learned that part of history. It's not my, my school's cur- curriculum. What I just said was Margaret Thatcher. I know Margaret Thatcher. I'm going to talk. <laughs> and so I did that. And then do you know what pissed me off is that obviously, because this was not, it wasn't expected of me. Yeah. So when we got the results, my head of history, big up Mr. Critchley, he was like, this is so worrying. He was so sad to break the news to me because Esther, I don't know what happened. Then he goes, this is not good. We've called, we've, we've paid to get your paper back because we might be able to challenge it. Mm. I said, oh, don't do that. Because obviously I knew what I wrote in the exam. I knew I chatted nonsense. Yeah. So he was like, they think that they mismarked it and it's an it's an admin error. Mm. I said, no, I don't think you need to do that. This is fine. I'll just do a re- I'll just retake it. He said, no, 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 it's too late. We've already placed the order in. Your paper will be here in a couple of weeks. Then we can go through it. And if there's any discrepancies there, we're gonna file a complaint. I said, mm. Lord. But when he came back, he was like, Yeah, I feel like you answered the wrong section. I said, Yeah. But anyway, I redid it, got a B. Oh, okay. oh nice. I could not keep that year on my record. That's crazy. <laughs> my best GCSE story is I passed my English GCSE when I was in year nine. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Right, pants. Yeah, I didn't get, I got a C. I didn't get. Still? Uh, That's yeah. good. But I was in year nine, so I was proud of that C in it. Mm. Well, so they let you keep the C for your GCSE? Yeah. But why didn't, sorry, <laughs> I don't want to laugh, but why didn't they challenge you to get, to 
do it when everyone else is doing it in year 10 and 11. Here's the thing. <laughs> Say if we don't give you the full story. So obviously I'm in year nine. So I've still got two years to go. Okay. So you, you, you gave a year nine person a GCSE already. I'm now moving very lethargic for two years. <laughs> I'm like, I've got my English GCSE. I don't care anymore. I'm in English class doing what the fuck I want to do. <laughs> thinking, I've already got GCSE. Why am I, in my mind, I'm thinking, why am I even here? Like, get A, babes. Really, truly, why am I here? I don't have to be here, really. I've already passed. This is ridiculous. I already passed, right? So I was dosing around for two years. Done the exam again when I was in year 11. What'd you get? I got a C again. <laughs> no improvement. <laughs> <laughs> no improvement. It was a higher, it was a higher C though. Like, the the grade C. was higher, but it was still a C. It wasn't high enough to get a B. That's, yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah, it was I'm not gonna lie. I went in there thinking, damn it, I should have taken English more seriously in the last two years. Because you know, I, I, I really liked English. Mm. Like, I liked English a lot. Yeah. But... You gave a year nine person a GCSE. I'm meant to focus now. Yeah, but you are, because when you said we were proper celebrating, that's all hold on. Yeah, because I needed to let the story be in two yeah. parts so I can get the flowers first before I disappoint y'all and let y'all know that I've done it again and got the same grade. <laughs> I actually, said that. Do remember, actually, do you remember who your favorite teacher was in school? Uh, yeah, college, yes. Mr. Gartland um, in secondary school. My favorite, I don't remember who my favorite was. I don't think I had a favorite. Either. My secondary school was Miss Peterson. Mm. She was an English teacher. Um, in Nigeria was Miss Ojo. She was my um, tutor as well. Mm. She was lit. But in here, in this country, Miss um, Peterson, she was my English teacher, but she was at South Africa and she was mixed, yeah. But she was so, like, you know, the teacher that's just so blunt. Mm. Yeah. And when it's, when the, and, but she's so blunt, yeah, that it's like everyone respected her. So she would literally be like, if you think that it's a smart idea for you to be talking in my class, mm. when you're, when you're on a, currently on an E, that's fine. As long as you believe that, that's fine. <laughs> You go for it. She was so blunt. It was so sarcastic. I loved it. And then in sixth form, Miss Healy, she was my sociology teacher, my first sixth form I went to. The second I went to, Mr. Ambrose. Mm. I need to message him, actually. Find him on Facebook. Mm. No, Twitter. He was the best. He was such good vibes. Did you cry at any stage when you left school? Like, any stage of school? Yeah. What, you know, you're, you're 11 leavers. Even though mm. we're all, all going to the same sixth form, I was going to see them. You left, you cried in your 11? Yeah, because we signed the no, t-shirts and all that great stuff. I, I cried in primary school. The way mm. primary school kids cry. I didn't yeah. cry. I didn't cry in secondary school. My sister was in bits. I said, no, no, we were but after after our leave <laughs> assembly, we were in, yeah. all in bits. Yes. Then proper yeah, cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was looking at my little sister, like, is there more to this? Wow. I'm just not gonna see them again. So think about it Primary school That's your first Introduction to friendship yeah. And groups of people And you're familiar with it You're young You're impressionable Like you know what I mean They like, were like Your it, it hurt, it hurt still. cried By secondary school You're like I want to leave Like, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to go Well to be fair Secondary school wasn't that bad To be fair I'm like but There was no tears There was no tears I think there was mm. Actually, was that his? No, I think, yeah, I think the last time we all signed shirts and all that stuff, it's all really cute. And then, like, mm. our leaving assembly, do yeah. the awards. It's kind of cute and sentimental. Yeah. Um, Sixth form, I was crying for my, about my results. I had bare things to oh, cry yeah, about. I didn't care about it. I was actually excited to go to university, so I wasn't really. There, yeah. was, there was no sorrow for college. Do you know, mm. I think, I think the, the jump there from GCSE to sixth form to uni is too, is too short. The jump from. I think from... it's too intense. When you finish mm. year 11, you go to sixth form. Sixth form is very that the way the curriculum is in sixth form is too it's way different to your secondary school year. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very much independent. If you ha- if you're not someone who was studious already, you're gonna struggle. And from there, you just go straight to uni. It's too much. Yeah. yeah. So I did. So obviously, it's, it should be two years. But I wasn't ready to go. To, I was like, I can't go to uni next year. Mm. I did really well. I was, I was, I was, I was ready for uni. I, I don't think I was ready for college. 
I got to well, I haven't okay. six from college. I went to, I wasn't ready. Like even like socially, I wasn't ready. Really? Yeah. I didn't really it wasn't until my second year of okay, that college you... that I kind of like felt I was embedded yeah. in it. Firstly, yeah. I was just trying to find my feet, to be honest with you. Mm. And that's the thing, yeah. Because <laughs> first year, and I went to the same sixth form as my secondary school. Mm. Mm. I was like, I, I want because I like I was like, I want change. Mm. So after year 12, I was like, I did, I got B's in all my ASs. I was like, I, there's no way, and I'm hearing personal statement. You need, I said, mm. I'm sorry. There's no way I can actually go. I'm actually a baby girl. I cannot go to uni next year. So I said, like, you know, I'm, so I left, this, I decided to leave that school and go to another school. Mm. And then I was like, I'm going to start again. Keep like a couple of the subjects and start mm. and just start again. Mm. Again, Mr. Critchley, he was acting me, because I started to go to some school, yeah. It was basically Waterloo Road. What was it? It was bad. Because mm. my school is like a, it's a, it's a grammar school, right? Mm. Really good school. And the school I was going to go to wasn't. The where? Well, why did I want to go there? Mm. I just want to change. I just, I didn't want to be in the same environment again. Mm. I just needed change. And then it was a bit difficult. I don't, I don't know, the other schools weren't really appealing to me. Mm-hmm. And then that one I went to because my brother and my sister-in-law went there. And like her friends and that lady and the, they all went, they all went. Oh, there. was it? Yeah, mm. yeah. So it was Kato. So I went there. I ended up going there. But when they went, it was a good, I guess it was a good tool. Mm. When I went, I said, yeah, this ain't it. It's actually rebranded, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It's a man that owns a lot of schools, a lot of academies in his name. Oh, is it? Oh, uh, what's his name again? Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harris, Harris Academy. Academy. Yeah, he mm. took over every school in South London. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A branch everywhere. Yeah, this one guy that took over the school. Yeah. Wow. It's mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Nice little trip down memory lane. Oh, mm-hmm. you got to talk about football. Mm. Listen, I ain't forgot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, any music or does it go straight in? No, no, straight in. in. All right, cool. All right, guys. Second week of the Prem. I was really hoping Mark was here today, man, because I really wanted to give it to him. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'll give it to him if I see him. Pause. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> <The> superhead <laughs> men give each other things. Crazy. All right. Let's start off. Let me just read out the results. Uh quickly. Um oh, this is last week's results. What's going on here, man? All right, here we go. All right, yesterday's game. I beg someone bring up the results for me. My phone's moving mad. Let's talk about yesterday's game. So yesterday's game saw Clash of the Titans. You had Chelsea versus Tottenham. The game ended 2-2. Oh, no. uh, big toy component, talking point in the game was the clash after the game between uh, Conte and Tuchel. They had a little... Mm. Uh, fisticuffs. fisticuffs. at the end. <laughs> uh, it was heated during the game. And at the end, I think they went for a handshake. And it looked like... Someone grabbed a bit too hard. Someone didn't let go. I feel like <laughs> Tuchel... They both shook hands. Yeah. I think Conte tried to walk away and Tuchel just kind of he, he held him. Damn. And, he was like, and then there was like a coming Ooh. together, a little bit of a da-da-da. Everyone started getting involved, separating it. And they both got, the game was over, but they both got red cards. So they'll be banned. Red? Yeah, they'll be banned from, I think, with managers, Brent, is it still the same free game rule? Um, If it's straight red, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they're giving yellows. Yeah, so those, yeah. those, those two won't be there uh, the next game. But yeah, two-two. Uh, then you had the biggest talking point of the weekend: Manchester United, the great, mm. the former great Manchester United, got spanked four-nil mm. by Brentford. Fantastic. Yeah, Man United are in the actual mud. Yeah, I can't talk too much because this is what happened to Arsenal last year. Mm. Uh, we lost our first three games, so uh, you know I am I am giving them a bit of grace for that. And we did lose to Brentford as well, but we didn't lose four-nil, and we didn't look as bad as them. Four-nil. Um, yeah, Man United are. Might not have done what, bad. Is it, right napping? They're yeah, down. We have players missing. 
Who, us? Yeah, we lost. Yeah. So why did the game go ahead? No, no, no. What, what they got red? Yeah, we... Did the players get red? So why, why were they missing? They say last last year when we lost to Brentford, when Arsenal lost. Yeah, you had players missing. How can you have players missing? Isn't it a set number that has to play on the field? <laughs> yeah, but I mean... Pitch. No, not in that way. <laughs> there were still 11 players. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, our, our first team, 11, yeah. wasn't there. The best players were missing. Well, Maybe they're you didn't have players missing. You only to get your money up and train these guys. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you report that back to... um. Who's Ferdinand? No. Arsene Wenger. Arsene. Oh, Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, Arsene So Wenger. you mentioned it. That's what? how you pronounce it. Yeah, Arsene. Oh, okay. Look at crime. All right. What? Yeah, yeah, Arsene, Arsene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Maynard are down bad. Shout out to the Maynard fans. Uh, I hope you guys continue in this manner. Um, Arsenal, on the other hand, are looking fantastic right now. Uh, we beat Crystal Palace 4-2. And what was most impressive is that we came back twice after conceding goals, which showed for me, a, you know, a good, a great mentality, a great fight, mm. which we don't normally display. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Leicester. Who, who, who did I say that we beat? Uh, Crystal Palace. Sorry, Crystal Palace was last week. Last sorry. week, yeah. Yeah, we beat Leicester, sorry. We beat Leicester 4-2. I can't, I know I can't find the results. This, this is, I've got this it. is crazy. Okay. Yeah, so Arsenal beat Leicester. Anything that comes up on this phone, please ignore it. I will. I still... We need to talk about your phone, man. Well, the news is being sent. <laughs> yeah, man. We need, we need, Android is not it, bro. No, no, what? Wait, Android is the best, you know? Whenever, whenever he posts a story, I'm like, I can't even look at this, man. <laughs> <laughs> Pixelated. <laughs> this is TV footage. Um, now, he'll be an iPhone, guys. Watch. Listen, E-Man is... I'm not going backwards. I'm not going backwards. E-Man becoming an influencer. The day you get an iPhone, yeah, you better, you better strike. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so just quickly with that result. So Aston Villa beat Everton 2-1. Southampton and Leeds drew 2-2. Arsenal beat Leicester 4-2. Uh, Newcastle and Brighton, 0-0 draw. Man City spanked Bournemouth 4-0. Wolves, Fulham, 0-0. Man United, 0. Brentford, 4. Uh, newly promoted Nottingham Forest beat West Ham 1-0. Well done to them. And then, like I said before, Chelsea and Tottenham drew 2-2. And today's game is... Liverpool versus Crystal Palace. Nice. Um, so, yeah, man. Arsenal up right now. Second in the league. Six points. Uh, a stark contrast to last season when we lost our first three games. Um, obviously, I'm an Arsenal fan, so I might give a bit of bias, but Arsenal are looking good, man. I'm loving Jesus. His first goal was was sick. Yeah. Uh, Martinelli's looking good. I'm loving Saliba. Even though Saliba's got their own goal, he didn't let it affect him. Had a good game. I like the way the fans went onto him either. He's a young boy. He's going to make mistakes, isn't it? So... Is what it is, but yeah, man. I'm just the more of the more of today is Arsenal up, United are down, and that's it. <laughs> that's that on Mary and her little lamb. Yeah, Brent, anything to say about Arsenal? Nah, we played well. Um, I'm liking the structure um, of our team so far. Yeah, I'm liking how we're playing. Yeah. Um, I'm still looking forward to a couple of signings. Yeah, before the window closes. transfer window is. What two weeks away? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're just we're just stronger from last season, and we're, yeah. we're looking like a team, which yeah. is good. The spirit yeah. is good within the, yeah. the camp. Yeah, and I'm going into games expecting more than I expected last year. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. Who would you guys like to get signed? Um, I'm not gonna say particular players, but I feel like we need another right-sided winger attacker, and we need another midfielder. Mm. Um. Yeah, we love midfielders too. 
And so also, all three of you support us, Arsenal. Mm-hmm. I, I, myself and Yusuf more so than yeah. I'm yes, coming back. Let people enjoy years. Things, Four years. Yes, I'm, I'm coming back. Yeah. That's fine. I was deeply hurt by Arsenal. Yeah. So I had to take yeah, a break. Yeah, it's been, it'd be like that sometimes. That's me with um, yeah. United and Let's not forget that Marg said that Man will finish third. We're going to keep, we're going to hold him to that prediction. Absolutely. All year long. Yeah. Absolutely. Third place. This this team that's been battered 4-0 by Brentford is going to finish third somehow, some way. I don't see it, but, you know. We move. Yeah. Well, 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 we lost the first three games, innit? We did, but we did, but this team right now, this Man United team to me, isn't looking like they're going to do anything to where they're now going to rise above Arsenal, Liverpool, City, Chelsea and Tottenham to me. I hear that the window's not finished and they might do something drastic. uh, No, no, no. They will. This is Man United. Man United are not, this is not how the team right now, that's not how the team's going to be. In two weeks' time, they're gonna make a couple signs for sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm not saying they're gonna be relegated or anything like that, no. Yeah. But I don't see them finishing third. Is what I'm saying. Like we f- lost our first three games last season, but we yeah. still finished fourth, and we yeah. we could have finished third. Man United are not; they're still gonna finish in top six. But to say they're gonna finish third is a reach. For It'd me. be nice yeah. for them to believe that they will finish in top six. Yeah, I'm not sure that's like certified. It's not certified, but it's still Man United. They still got good players. They've got a new coach as well. He needs to find his way. Um, the same way Arteta was giving grace, I, get, I believe he has to mm. be giving grace. He's only had two games. Mm. I mean, give give him give him a chance to implement his style of play, his philosophy, all that stuff. Mm. Um, so I think Man United are gonna rise above this, but mm. I'm just gonna obviously enjoy the demise right now. Is what it is. Mm. So done. Yeah. All right. Is that it on the football front? Yep. Yep. Lovely. Let's get into our outro. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. Shout out, shout out to our live crew. Do you want to say? I think when someone's um one of the hosts isn't here, it's always going to be for good reasons. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're asking about Mars. Yeah, I haven't checked the live today at all. You know? Yeah, they've been asking about Mars, but um, obviously we'll never put anyone's business out there. But yeah, it's always for good reasons. But. Mm-hmm. As in the, the absence, as in why they're not in yeah, as in, yeah, 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 why they're not here yeah. at present is always for good reasons. But we appreciate you guys loving all of us and always checking in on all of us. Um, but yeah, hope you guys have joined the community. We told you mm-hmm. it was community.thenewblackblackswoganx.com. Send the applications in. Let's start chatting. Let's start talking. It's mm-hmm. very, very interactive. Yeah, I've only been yeah. there, what, like, when I got here this morning? Download the app as well. Yes, download the app. It may, honestly it makes it a lot easier. Um, yeah. And Brent, interesting. Yes. So sorry. Um, okay. the, the app, Mighty Networks, right? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Mighty Networks, people. But they're gonna be prompted even when it is Bitcoin and registered. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It comes up to um say. So when can we expect it to be accepted into the community? When this is done, Brent, you need help with that. Should I accept uh, this Amber Sinclair, young lady? I've already accepted you. I've been doing it. Is it? Been yeah, everyone's been accepted. Yeah, yes. I'm, seeing, I'm seeing the notification. Yeah, yeah, oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you've been accepted. You're in. You can start chatting. You can start doing stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Again, we're gonna break down what this community is about. What you guys are gonna be getting. Yeah. And then the sub communities, i.e., TDA community and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But this particular first um, common room area is free. You guys don't have to pay for nothing. You guys chat, uh, connect, build, mm-hmm. share ideas. Mm-hmm. It's be great in there. Yes, but right. um. The fact that these two guys are part of this new black community, you're going to get a lot of perks coming down the line. Definitely. But, like I said, 
we're going to let you guys know very soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, if you please follow us as well on all our social media platforms, the day after TNB, subscribe to our YouTube. I hope you all have liked this video. Let me check. Because I see how many of you are in here and the likes is not correlating. It's not. <laughs> the maths. I told you guys the oh, yeah. A maths. The, the maths ain't mathing. The maths mm-hmm. ain't mathing. Guys, you got to okay? like it up, man. Come on. Get to like it. Don't be stush. Don't be stush. And share it as well. Share it with your, share it with your friends. Share it with your people. We're trying to get 3K end of the week. All right? It's doable. Um, if you'd like to send voice notes, text messages in or call us when we're recording, um, 075-6484-1073. We appreciate you guys as always. If you would like to inquire, or wish to feature on the show, email the team the day after at thenewblack.com. Black is spoken X. Have a lovely Monday. Don't let anybody piss you off today. That's right. And we're out. <laughs>